yo, turn up. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast. We back. Episode 169. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we in a brand new place, a brand new look, a brand new feel. Uh, shout out, man. It was a um, a long 168 weeks. Nah, for sure. Running in that last um, apartment. Believe it or not, if you listen to this and you're not seeing it, uh, we in a brand new location. Uh, the last place that we shot the podcast, believe it or not, was our one of our first apartments that we got here. That we got here, yeah. Uh, second, actually. Second, but we ended up moving out of that joint because I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I don't know if y'all know how apartments work. We was getting smacked every month for that joint. So mm-hmm. it's definitely it been a little, a little process and then like finding a new place where we want to go and then finding a new place where we could, you know, live and shoot the pod. Believe it or not, yeah. I live here. Terrell does not live here. Yeah, this is Terrence's place. Just like the last place was Terrence's place. Because mm-hmm. um, if you keep up with the vlogs and stuff, you will see right, Terrence is over here, Terrell's here. So we basically got that last place together. And when I moved out, it was like you just had that place. I told Terrell, Terrell left me with a two-bedroom loft. Two-bedroom and a loft. Because y'all remember we used to shoot a video, shoot a video I was getting smacked. Not yet. I'm so it was for a family of motherfuckers to be here, and it's only me. But yeah, it was only right for us to to go ahead and elevate. Shout out to my guy. Went from a uh, the the joint that we had. Now that my man living penthouse life. You know what I'm saying? See, I don't like when Terrell does that. This is not a penthouse, y'all. I'm paying less for this place that I was paying for the last place. So if you're looking at you this, you got way less that you. We had all them rooms, right? But don't make it seem like I don't. This is what Terrell like to do, and we always talk about this. We are not living penthouse lives. This is an apartment. Like, this is not a penthouse. This isn't like I'm paying, oh, damn, these niggas got more money, so they... Nah, this is a good deal right here. <laughs> this is... I was just paying $800 for condo, and now I'm at six fifty. <laughs> I'm the only one that's going to really know the benefit of that one fifty. you know? Trust me. But you are in a way better spot. Definitely a way, a way safer. This, this suits you better. Just looking around this joint, it suits you better. Well, honey, and I and uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but in the last place, I was very reluctant to show where I lived and what I was doing, and even my whip and like where I was at, because I just kind of felt like it was in a. I ain't living in a hot area. Just you know how you are. You just try to be a little. I'm a lot more low key than Terrell, so I try to be a little bit more low key with it. Um, but with this place, I felt a little bit more secure. So hopefully, I can be a little bit more out there with the content. We got the P.O. box that's getting ready to open up, so if, if motherfuckers want to send us shit, stuff that we can wear, I can stop spending my money. <laughs> I'll wear y'all shit. Trust me. Trust me. Like, I think this move is going to definitely be the start of some some good shit for us because I feel like y'all have probably seen. It haven't been a whole lot going on with us ever since crew came and then we made the choice to move and then probably leading us to the next thing. Uh my sis Candace just got married. Nah, yeah. Which was amazing last weekend. And that's kind of how we'll start the week recap. Nah, for sure. Because yeah. honestly, the biggest thing is that we was not here last week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And most of this shit, is, all of this shit is a part of it. Candace getting married. Terrence in the middle of a move. Yeah, having to crazy. get out of the last place. And then everybody, well, we'll, we'll do it in a, in a place. We'll start with the wedding first. Let's start with the wedding because shout out to Candace. I know y'all seen her a bunch of times on the channel mm-hmm. uh, and the vlogs. But she got married to our brother, our long, her mm-hmm. longtime boyfriend. They they tied the knot. It was beautiful. It was y'all know how it is. We we've been on this podcast a couple times after weddings. Yeah. So 
If Bill, we'd probably be saying the same no, shit. We love weddings. We we some wedding we do folks. weddings. Yeah. And y'all will see when you get older, y'all will be doing the same thing. Weddings is definitely a mid to late 20s. You start feeling like, okay, wedding, yeah. This uh-huh. was nice. I love being invited to a wedding. Me too. I love it. I love being there. I love the food. I love wedding cake, the vibe, dance floor. You get love to cry it. a little bit when the bride come. Yeah, me and Terrell are some crybabies. We, we, we definitely boohoo when my sister was coming down the aisle. That was some yeah. crazy shit. I think I cried the worst. Like I was, I had like front view of the. <laughs> it was I wasn't doing that. I wasn't giving it up like that. But I for sure cried the worst. I made the bridesmaid. The, I've had like view of the bridesmaids because you know we was in the front row. Yeah. And I know they saw me crying and it got worse. Damn, that's. Crazy. Hey, look. I cried, but I had the thug joints, you know, the thug joints, and I was smiling too. That way, you know, it's a happy tear. Yeah, yeah. I had the shades on though, so you couldn't really tell. This you look, he was looking funeral ready. I had my shades because I, I went and bought them shades the day before because I said, look, I already know I'm going to drop a few thugs. I'm going to drop some thugs. Before we was turned up, the reception was dope. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was easily the reception. Weddings are dope. but You know, you'll be happy for somebody when they get married. But my favorite part had to be the reception. I have never been, I haven't been that cross-faded in front of my fam ever. Ever. I remember man. first we had uh what what is it? A chain gave me a margarita first. Then we, uh-huh. we was cheering. No, we cheering had the champagne, champagne first outside. That little hit of champagne we had, that one. But we had a shot before a we shot walked. before. Yeah. Uh-huh. And y'all know how they do. All right, y'all, one last time. For the groom, yeah, this we shit. this nigga the only one really doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we was def- I was definitely turned. I went to the car. Did my thing came back and I said, "Oh shit, I'm turned the fuck up." You did that when? After the walk, before the recession, before the pictures. This is after like my second margarita, bro. I was done. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you had already made. We had to drive an hour home. That was a crazy night. Nah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Them uh margarita that whoever bro was behind the bar, motherfucker knew what he was doing. Them margaritas had the Tito's. Uh huh, boy. We was turned up. I had easy six, seven margaritas. Open bar, and you know what? That's like a, it has to happen at the wedding thing. You yeah. got to have open bar. The last and his girl was, was definitely we showing was, up and showing I, out. Mm-hmm. They was both turned up. I said, she hold was, up, G. She was done off them. What was she getting? She them? was getting that, to what, uh, what was she like getting? A, tequila sunrise. Tequila sunrise. <laughs> she was serving that. That shit was great, man. My favorite part of the wedding was easily watching my sister dance with my father. Yeah. Uh, for the father-daughter dance. That was my favorite part of the whole wedding. And then her coming down the aisle. She was beautiful. It was great. I cried. I knew I would cry. I just loved it for her. I loved it the day it was about her. Yeah. So shout out to her. Definitely shout out to her. And definitely shout out to uh, Samaya and her husband. It's a great union. You're right. I said reception because I was thinking of the dance. Yeah. Just when, when, like everything that we did afterwards, that shit was fun as hell. Only thing, like I went to the DJ and I said, hey, bruh. You know the Beyonce mute challenge that's going on right now, right? With energy. We want to do that hit. So if you could play energy. I'm literally talking. You know how the music loud? Yeah. And I'm you talking loud. So and if you could play energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and when the mute joint, when, the, when she said everybody on mute, he be like, yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. Right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. So he's going to do it. This motherfucker plays energy. And beyond, you know, hey, you know, you just got paid. Make it rain. Energy. She gets to the part where she like, you know. Look around, everybody on mute. Immediately, the she's like, look around, it's me and my crew. I'm like, this motherfucker was supposed to pause. I look back like, Terrell was really like, I'm about to get him to play the mute joint. 
I'm about to get him to do the mute joint. Y'all ready? I told Candace. I said, yo, we about to do a mute challenge at your way and tell everybody that they going to have to cut the, cut the shit. Turn around, everybody on mute. And we wait. Let it pause, DJ. The song is literally set up. So you just hit pause and then hit play. It's easy. I think he, he fucked that, that, that moment up for us. <laughs> he was up that joint. Yeah, doing his He thing. was in a t-shirt. His nigga had a t-shirt graphic <laughs> on it. You couldn't see what was on the graphic. Uh-huh. LeBron 03. Like, what's going on? Like, you're going to a, a function. But, you know what, T? Before I did want to say this. Oh, well, you know what? Let's finish out the wedding. Because at the end of a great event, seemed like, you know, shit just started to go a little haywire. Nah, shit definitely <laughs> hit the fan that, that very next day. That, that, that next day was crazy. And that's one of the reasons why we ended up not doing the podcast. Because, believe it or not, when we did the podcast last week, we was already working on mm -hmm. getting out of that joint. Even some videos that we've shot at that joint are going to come out, but it was literally just shot mm -hmm. at that video. I mean, at that apartment. But uh, after the wedding, you know, it was a big event. Everybody was hugging, kissing with the with the. We was bet you you see all yeah, we was, was close all together on that dance floor. Yep, and then that that mother. COVID-19 struck down like lightning and split through the pot. Uh-huh. Like Thor slamming his hammer down. And Wakanda. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit tore a lot of people up. Uh, I think my dad ended up getting it. Dad, mom. Mom ended up getting it. I yep. know it's a bunch of people that was probably at that event that either had it or ended up getting it or ended up getting sick or from Hell somewhere. Yeah. But I was, I was lucky because my girl got it, but I didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? And even all the way through until she, I think she on her like her sixth, seventh day or something like that to where she like, good, I didn't get it. But that just meant that she couldn't be around the baby. So I had to be on full-time baby duty. And man, let me tell you, this nigga been going through it. I want to give a huge shout out to all of the single parents, single moms, single dads that have their kids full-time, especially if you got small kids. Because, oh my God. Like yeah. the sleep deprivation is like... You just not, you just, you sleep, kind of, because I don't know if y'all know, but like, well, I don't want to talk about baby shit, but it's his life. I got three-month-old, right? The four-month-old on the six, but these motherfuckers sleep for like a couple hours and then get up, right? He, my boy, he sleep good through the night. He wake up once or twice a night, but throughout the day, you don't sleep, and then you just be, you just be tired as fuck, so I, this past week taught me anything. I said, man, I got the craziest respect for anybody that got to do this shit alone. Because, whoo, that shit was crazy. But before we move on from the, uh, the wedding shit, I did want to cover my man thing from last time where he asked about bachelor parties. Remember? Okay, yeah. I was supposed to ask you about that, so I did want to. Let me pull up what he said. Man, bachelor parties, I've always thought about a bachelor party, and if I would have one, I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, nah. I don't know why. Yeah. The older I get, the more I feel like, okay, the movies used to portray the bachelor parties to be one thing, but to be honest, when people get married, I have not seen anybody having a real bachelor party. It seemed like the fellas get together, we going to drink, we going to chill, and then uh -huh. you get married. Yeah. So this is from my boy, Official Reezy. And first, it was funny because he was like, I send you shit all the time, you don't respond, nigga. Then we respond, I responded to him, we end up not doing the pod. They was like, damn, the nigga responded to me and then canceled. They're not going to remember next week. <laughs> but look, though, there's a tweet that came out, right, that says, new survey shows 
that over 70% of Americans cheat at their bachelor and bachelorette parties, right? So he sent me like a course. It was kind of like a course of action where he was like, you had the, oh, you had the, maid, you had the, uh, the altar and your maid of honor. I'm sorry, the maid of honor comes to you and tell you your wife was wild at the bachelor party, what, you know, right before the wedding, at the bachelorette, right? And then he basically was basically saying, uh, how do you feel about bachelor parties in general? What's allowed? What's not? And do you feel like it's low-key cheating if you, if you wild out? I'm not going to get real deep into that because do whatever the fuck you want. I just personally feel like if you want to have a bachelor party, you want some shit. If you real pressed to have a bachelor party or a bachelorette party where y'all about to be, where you about to be going crazy. Like, I don't look at, I don't, I don't know. I never looked at it like, oh, damn, this is my last hurrah. You know how they say the last, he's not a free man anymore. I don't think that, I don't, I don't, I don't really mm-hmm. rock with that no more. I that's why I say, look, whatever you want to do at the bachelor party, rock. I feel like my girl at the bachelor party, I wouldn't want no nigga swinging his dick all in my girl face. Stripper? Or some stripper doing all Somebody that. Somebody order. Five fighter. What do they say? Five. What do they say? <laughs> hit a You're right. These <laughs> days, is it door dash water? Yeah, no more. Seven. <laughs> Seven, nine, eight. <laughs> oh, this nigga. What you check? Because Who you said. Who ordered DoorDash? All the girls. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga come in with the DoorDash joint. The, the red key, Drop the keys. The please. red bag. <laughs> Somebody ordered a chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, I mean, what do you think? Would you let your girl do a, uh, a bachelor rap for party? Some people, for some people, it's tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like in a lot of families, it's a tradition. So I'm not going to say yeah, it is becoming it. a dated medium, though. Like it's, it's something that's not too, you know, common. Like even Donald and Morgan, we, I love how we did like the, it was like their send off where we got the party bus and we just got lit. You know what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't like a he did an event, she did an event. But, you know, girls do the bachelorette trip now where they get together. You know, Candace did a bachelorette trip. They went to Cancun, you know? Yeah, 100%. Men, it's just so tough for us to get all of us together and actually do shit that we, it will be tough for us to do anything like that, let alone a fucking party. Nah. But so far as what's allowed, I just don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing wild, nothing like you... Yeah, nothing crazy. Like, nothing. Have you ever be seen a... them pornos where the, the stripper walk around, everybody suck them off? Oh, wow, yeah. Those be bachelor part, bachelorette parts. That's crazy that you say that because I don't know why I have a memory in my brain of that. <laughs> Everybody has That's when you on the safe internet and they for some reason won't let you watch the real deal, but you said it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, some of you niggas are nasty and know exactly what I'm talking about. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, they don't let you get on the internet out here. <laughs> How'd you figure that out? <laughs> I was surfing. They don't let you find it. You got to get on the, Mo- the Mozilla Firefox. Fire you Fox. on Mozilla Firefox. You don't even know where the browser is. Hold up. How do I click a website? Turning cookies on. It should be loaded. There it is. <laughs> Nasty nigga. There it is. Funny as shit. This but, evening continues. But yeah. Uh, as long as you ain't doing nothing wild like that. Yeah, I don't I'm mind kidding. stripper though. I don't mind a stripper. Look, have y'all fun. I trust you. Yeah. Just don't do nothing wild. Yeah. yeah. And I'm off the stripper thing, bro. I'm not on, really getting into the bachelorette uh, party thing. But uh, Bachelorette. Next thing that we want to talk about for sure, some of the biggest news of the week. We won't spend too much time on it, but we definitely have to shed light. Shout out to my man Usher. Locked in the Super Bowl performance halftime show. He's getting ready to be on 2024 this season. I feel what? like I fucked this whole thing up. 2024. 
Super Bowl 2024, yeah. Super Bowl, I mean, it's this season. I keep, oh, I don't know why. This season, but it is. It's the 2023 be- season. Yeah. It just ends in 24. Bottom line, we just got Rihanna last year, and she shut it down. One of the best halftime performance shows that we've seen in the last 20 years was Rihanna. Really? And really? Usher is getting ready to come behind and do the same. And let me just say, okay, I'll do it. Just Usher. <laughs> Big shout out to him because honestly, what he's been doing and the fact that the Super Bowl is in Vegas is going to be at Allegiant. First of all, two most beautiful stadiums in the uh, whole league is so far in Allegiant, the two newest stadiums. So I love that the Super Bowl is in Vegas. It's about to be crazy out there. Yeah. I know the tickets are going to be crazy. But Usher has been doing his thing with his Vegas re- residency. Outside of all of the shenanigans that people talk about with him serenading people's wives and shit, that show is amazing. So... He's going to do it. You seen the commercial with Kim K? Yeah. Kind of cringy. Nah, yeah. But I think it's dope because it's not going to be the set, the exact same set. It's going to spice it up a little bit. Nah, yeah. I'm excited because I think Usher adds, uh, you know, I think Usher, and it's, I, didn't, I didn't even realize that it was going to be in Allegiant this year. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. He's literally just going to go from right there to right there. And Usher got hits. I saw some people hating on it. Some people feeling like Usher wasn't big enough for that stage. And I'm glad y'all feel that way, because just watch the show that bro put on. Nah, yeah. You said they were talking about the, the, the songs he should start with? Yeah. They were saying some stuff, and I'm like, hell nah, he don't need to start with this shit. Hell no. He need to get yeah out of the way, and let's get to the shit, the, the real shit. But you know what? It's yeah, be, definitely got to come later. He got, what do we start nah, with? That's yeah, a good I question. I think he should start with yeah and get that shit out of the way. But you know what? It's going to be an event. It's a lot of white folks. You know, white folks love yeah. He might have to be like, don't play like that. He going to be corny. Super Bowl performance. Don't play like that. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at it. I want him to start with the uh, I'll be your groove. Hey, oh, come hey. on, Superstar. That's one of my favorite Usher joints. I want him to start. Nah, he just know where you can start with that. He might as well start. He got to get to a point where it starts where he can hit the note. He got to have a momentum for where he hit the note. He can't start the joint and hit that note. I mean, yeah. He got to start exactly how he... And this is some things Usher shouldn't do. Usher... Don't do don't do no bullshit where you try to like serenade a woman because you've been in the media for doing that. Like, don't have no fake ass girl sitting there with her husband and you know. Don't do too much. Just focus on the music. Another thing that you shouldn't do, Usher. Don't get up there and do what Omarion did at the verses and be trying to still prove you can dance. We want to hear the music. Now look, <laughs> Usher don't need none of this from me. No, that's the, the nigga that's gets a, shit two, off. Two valid points, but go ahead. You know. He gets his shit off. That's just something that I don't want to see. What's another thing I don't want to see at the uh, the joint? Oh, look. Usher, please, for the life of me. If you do it, I swear, Usher's a cool nigga, so he could probably get it off. The watch this joint, when you did it on the tiny desk, it was perfect. It was a moment that became something. Don't get on the Super Bowl stage and do it. It's going to just be cringy. It's going to be corny. Nah, he might need to get that off. Terrell, <laughs> Usher, you bigger you than this. Need to get that off, Usher, sir. I trust you. You bigger than this. You had viral moments before and after this. Just let it go, bro. Let the watch this thing go. I'm gonna tell you what I want him to do, though. Put the motherfucking skates on. Get up there and do it like what you do at your brother. Usher, I got one last thing for you not to do. Don't get up there get up with. There we with don't give skates. a fuck about the skates, Usher. Don't get up there and try to be roll bounce. Then you got a point where you're trying to take your skates off. Nah. I do, think you want him to, do you want him to perform Oh My? Baby, let me. 
He might have to. That's one of his biggest joints. You know how these artists are. Oh, man. They get up there and perform the ones they like, not you. And this is what we got to realize as black folks. Black folks. This what I understand. The yeah, Super he can't Bowl, just be. He going to have to do some of them joints. 100%. That's why he got the joint. Yeah. That's going to be fire when he does that, too. That's not a bad song. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Chris, Chris Breezy Super Bowl 2025. Let's get it. Imagine he bring Breezy out for their little singer that they did. What, New Flame? Didn't they do it? Oh, New Flame. Even only All Rick, right, back. Rick Ross going to come out there? I'm talking George Steinbrenner, Yogi Berra, my Derry Jeter, my Two-Seater. <laughs> they could get that nigga out there. He would want to do it at the Super Bowl. He could get him uh, out there. Who don't want to perform at the Super Bowl? I know. It's great. It's great pub. It's great publicity. I think but, this is putting Usher's name up there in the history book with some legends like Whitney Houston, Beyonce, Beyonce. I'm even look, Michael Rihanna Jackson. did it. The biggest artists have done it. Rihanna, Michael Jackson, Prince, you know, Jay Z. You know, you're running your thing and doing your thing with the NFL. It would be nice to see a Jay Z headline Super Bowl. Did you see the fact? Did you see Usher on the interview? He said that Jay Z was the one that called him and said, "Yo, Super Bowl." It was Jay that made that call. And how do you tell a nigga like Jay now? <laughs> the people that don't like Jay-Z. Easy. Easy. <laughs> there we go. Like, I'd rather take a million dollars. I'll take a million dollars before I sit down with Jay. I would 100%. You know what? Let's bring that up, Terrell. That's going to be the next thing that we talk about. We ain't even planning on talking about this. This is something that we saw last week. And I'm going to try to keep talking because I don't know what this damn buzzing <laughs> is in here. <laughs> So bear with us, guys, for the, for the people living in the construction zone. I'm living in the... I don't even know what the fuck is going on here. But um, it sounds like a, we got a buzz doll living there above me for some Somebody reason. got a rose toy under she the table. A... <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Hurry up and finish. <laughs> anyway, that buzzing's uh, keeping me up. Fucking... <laughs> 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 Look, if you uh, ever get mad enough to where you doing that, bro, <laughs> they got to really be stomping for you to bang up. Nah, yeah. But uh, this is what I wanted to ask the nigga. I don't know if you've seen what they was talking about in the NFL. This is a sports-related topic. Uh, $100 million in no ring or $50 million in a championship ring? Did you see? Because I feel like you didn't like what's the name's response. You didn't like Steven. I actually did like what Steven Jackson said because it made sense. I just don't like Steven Jackson. I feel like he, he needs to grow up sometimes. You know, he still be trying to be on this young shit. It's like, nigga, you have a salt and pepper beard on old block. That shit was embarrassing. Yeah, I'm still street, nigga. Yeah, I'm still outside, nigga. Take your ass and do all the smoke. Anyway, um, wait till you niggas get old and they be telling y'all niggas, to, you old nigga. If you an old nigga and you still look at what they happened with Nicki Minaj's husband. Yeah, we outside, nigga. Yeah, we outside. Everybody clown them because it's like, you 46 outside like this. It's like, yo, you got a kid too? Like, come on, bro. Kids. That man has kids. Go ahead. Does he? Yeah, Steven Jackson got like 10 kids. Oh, no. I was talking about Nikki Hudson. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm talking about, you see how it turned out oh, for him? Okay, when you yeah. old and you outside, it don't go well for you. Yeah. But I did agree what Steven Jackson said about that because for me, the whole $100 million versus 50 in a ring... People that are going to pick the $100 million don't have the same passion that these players have for the sport. Like, that's the ultimate level of success for the sport that you love, that you've dedicated your life to. You know what So I completely understand taking $50 million over $100 million with that ring. Also, we do this thing now in, in the social media time where we like to devalue the amount of some shit. 
Yeah. Like a nigga saying, would you rather have 50 million versus 100 million? Like, that's not 50 million dollars. Yeah, like the, the 50 million not going to be crazy. Of course you would rather have 100 if you don't give a fuck about the sport. So, of course. Yeah. But for me, you know, would nah. you rather have a million YouTube uh, subscribers and let's say, let's call it. I don't even know what to tell the nigga because I know you're getting ready to say, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% would have went with the uh, 50 million in the ring. Uh, give me the ring. Yeah. I want to be able to say that I touched the, I, I touched paradise mm-hmm. with this shit. Like, we took this shit to the next level. And you can see players who talk about the game post the game. We don't give a fuck that they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I made $400 million in the league. Look at people that have made good money and left the league like uh, and did great shit. Um, I can't even name them. It's plenty of players that have done great shit with the money they made, making more money. But when they come up, when these players come up and, they, and the game is over with, you you do find that you respect what the people who have won say. And you want that extra layer of respect on your name. Yeah. And if you get a ring, you got a better chance of going to the Hall of Fame. I want it's just that too much. It's a lot that come with that. It's almost like getting that blue check back in the day. Back in the day when you got it, like nowadays with all of the memberships and stuff, it's different. But back in the day when you got a blue check, it told every brand that you was a, a solidified somebody. Yeah. So you got access to different brand deals and all types of shit. So Yeah, I'm with Stephen A. I said Stephen A. Or Stephen <laughs> Jackson. I'm with Stephen Jackson. He said, some of us come from nothing. So 50 million is already a W. Right. We want both sides of greatness. If you Not just enough. want the 100 million and you saying fuck the ring, you really need to think about, all right, bet money that crazy to you? You like to me that says that you gonna get or you gonna be given everything. Nah, yeah, you know, like you're not willing to go and get nothing. If it's that, if I can't do shit, then yeah, give me the hunt. But I think with the fifty in the ring, I'm a, I feel like I can do something with that. Nah, I agree. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, yeah, their little love connection or however that's come together. I I was telling my girl, I feel like we sitting on the outside. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we get to sit on the outside and just watch. I ain't got no opinion. I ain't got a big opinion on Travis Kelsey. I don't got a big opinion on the boogeyman. The boogie man, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. We just sitting on the outside like, yo, this is dope. My man shot up a, he threw a prayer up. Yo, you should come watch me at the game because I watched you at the at Arrowhead. And then they, they linked up. I just feel like he got yet. a lot of hate after. There was a lot of hating going on after this, you know? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, for, for, for first, Taylor Swift is damn near bigger than the Chiefs. Like, I sold, she sold, when she was in uh, Kansas City, she sold out Arrowhead twice. So, like, I'm up in this box with this man's mom. But understand, I sold this motherfucker out twice. Like, if you that level, they don't even know, bro, they don't even know how she got to the box. It's like rumor, it's like theories that she was in this big Popcorn, popcorn joint. joint, like yeah, she she definitely is a the, one of the biggest stars, and you know what I'm saying, yeah. So I think it's dope. Travis Kelsey just like manifested it, you know. He was talking about it on his podcast, you know. Taylor Swift is dope. I think she's my bad. You know what I'm saying, yeah. And you know what? I was gonna say this. That goes that 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 needs to be that needs to be put out there. Taylor Swift went and got her a podcast, man. Uh huh. It wasn't the NFL shit that attracted her to bruh. Did he say did he did he send out the invitation on the podcast? He did. He did shoot a shot on the podcast. He was talking about how, yeah, you know, I sent her up. I think they had a friendship bracelet or something that they got he got her or something like that. 
So, I don't know. She got with a podcaster, so anybody who's got shit to say about that, you know, Taylor Swift does it, so. <laughs> I mean, she's going to shout out the fucking arena, so. How you feel about the response from the women about him leaving a black woman and getting with this? I, well, I'll let you rock. When you look at that picture of Travis Kelsey with his ex, right? Uh-huh. And he's got the, the us beard, you know what I'm saying? He got the us beard with the fade <laughs> with his girl. And then you seen everybody was showing a picture of him with the firefighter look. He got the, got the, mustache the shaggy now. hair yeah. coming down over the mustache. All you can really do is hate that you don't have that many variations. You remember how you used to play a game? And See, only a certain character would I be able to about put a blue. This nigga got a green. I wasn't talking about Travis. I'm talking about the response to him going back. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there was people who, all right, well, I'll say this. People felt like, you know, and he, well, he probably he is. It's like a lane switch. Oh, 100%. Travis you know? Kelsey is one of the... He get up there and do that, shut, know your role and sh- shut, shut your mouth and yo, what up, baby? He do that shit. Yo, what up, baby? Yeah, that's the, that's the black side. he on Jimmy Kimmel, that's, yeah, you know, we got this thing coming where he yeah, definitely why, 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 be, why, why. he definitely switch up. 100%. Why? Don't forget that nigga's see, a Kansas City Chief. I'm going to say, I can definitely see where the black women come from, where they feel like, you know, and this is what I was telling my girl, like, this is something that you only hear from a certain side of... Of this whole thing. And it's like, you got certain black women that feel like, you know, the girls that he talked to before Taylor Swift were all black. And then now you with Taylor Swift. So they feel like, you know, not that they were used, just more so that they were like fetishized. Like talking to them was like, you know, oh, I'm going to try to talk to a black girl, see what that's about, you know? Uh And then your true intention is to always talk to something else. I get y'all, look. People have their dating preferences. I'm not saying you should only date within one race or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I were to only be out here dating, like, if one I were to only be out here dating East African girls, uh-huh. and then I go and marry even a black girl, a regular uh, African-American girl, or even a, I go and marry a different or a Spanish girl, they Hispanic. could be like, damn. Mm-hmm. Hispanic, sorry. They could be like, damn. You dated three East African chicks, and now you with a Spanish. Oh, uh, well, now you with a, a Hispanic girl. It looked like, but that's also speculation because I mean, definitely it could just be a coincidence that yeah. you dated that way. But then again, you had the situation where a girl had told you, told you you never dated, or you dated all. You know, your girl tried to plug you with. Oh, you nah, like yeah, for sure. This. I dated a lot of light skinned women in a row. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I got with, when I finally dated a dark skinned woman. It was like I had this brand of oh he only like this, nah you yeah. know what I'm saying, and I had to fight that with her, but that wasn't that I did it on purpose. It was just it just so happened that that was, yeah like you'll meet people my, and they be like oh you got a journey. type you got a type and you like nah yeah people would definitely put you in that box. Do I? But honestly, sometimes you sometimes do. Like, you do. Chris sometimes Brown. you do. Chris Brown, my my guy, you have a type. Yeah, all your baby mothers look exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? The woman you was crazy over. Rihanna looked the most different out of all of the women that we've seen you co- go public with. I ain't gonna put it all. I ain't gonna put it all in your jacket. Yeah. But what we've seen, same thing with Travis Kelsey, your ex before Kayla. Yeah. And then we see Kayla, and you had Kayla on Front Street. This and then you is. go get with Taylor Swift. But look, people are like, it's Taylor fucking Swift. 
It's Taylor fucking Swift, y'all. It is. Don't no man date no woman because... Y'all think Travis Kelsey is dating her because she's Taylor Swift? You're wrong. I'm letting all of you know. You don't think her being Taylor wrong. Swift plays a role in that, no. Terrence? No. Look, Taylor, her being Taylor Swift definitely plays a role in everybody else's reaction to it. But do you think her being Taylor Swift is going to play a role in if he wants to talk to her or not? No. Man, she a boss. She's a boss, she but a look, boss. she Terrell, got how often 11 we, houses. How often we talked about it, Terrell? When men date women, we do not look at how much money you got. I'm I, like, like y'all got to remember this man Travis Kelsey is a Super Bowl low key. He's the best tight end ever. Yeah. Low key, yeah. He's low key the best tight end ever. I hate the Chiefs, and that's this nigga has Super Bowls sponsorships. He ain't he hurting the receiver for money. Record. He has a touchdown record. He has. He's he not hurting for for dough. Is what I'm trying to say. You're right, but you got to remember he was dating somebody. That didn't necessarily have so what that because so it, it's never know, been a thing. But you don't know if that's something that he liked about Taylor. The fact that think about it, T. Don't put all men in the box that they don't care. Some men want a boss type chick. You know what I'm saying? That got her own. I love her because she got her own. It's the reason the nigga Jamie Foxx said that. Do y'all know why he said that? She don't need why they mind. made that she song. Like, leave my ass alone. Like people love. People do like a girl that that do her own thing. And think about it. If you coming from a chick that's jolly, like, I don't want to call the girl broke. I don't know what she she got, but she 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 don't have what Taylor has. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Taylor she's not a is fucking a, mega star. Like you're dating a. Taylor. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. her being a fucking mega star probably does play a little bit of a role. Like yo, if you could bag that, Taylor Swift. But she's not a mega star because of like, I think him bagging. And this is gonna sound ridiculous 50. to say some of y'all, I guess. I think if he'd have bagged, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that it was so tough for him to bag Taylor Swift. You know? Taylor Swift, she's even though she's a mega star, she's she's, she seems like a cool-ass person. She seems like a cool-ass person that if you keep your shit together, she'll have a whole combo with you. That's why I'm like, yo, I didn't look at him bagging her like, wow. Like, I can see if somebody bagged Beyonce. And let's say Beyonce was single. Beyonce being bagging her, like, that is a, you know... Yeah, but Swift is Beyonce is my goat. Like she is to me untouchable. But Taylor Swift right now to these young girls, when Taylor Swift turned forty, like Beyonce is, they gonna look at her. And I'm not saying that she people. not great. I'm just saying personality wise, they like, oh wow, she he bad. And look, that's why I said, look, I'm sitting on the outside. I'm sitting on the outside looking at it. You can't make it seem like Taylor's just because he got a good personality. It's easy to bag her. You still, you can't just. It's probably plenty of them white boys that want wanted Taylor Swift. And I'm not saying be I'm not putting no I'm not hating or, or saying that he didn't put the work in. More than I'm saying, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't like, oh my God, he got Taylor Swift. I felt like, oh, all right, bad. That's a good little, that's a good match. But you know what I realized? The white boys, and I'm gonna just keep it a hundred with y'all. I'm watching how y'all reacting, and it's making me feel like I right, bet. Like, ah, right, yeah. Like. The, the white boys are reacting awesome. Man, that's a W. You know what I'm saying? Even Bill Belichick said that that was a crazy catch. Nah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let's keep it a hundo, y'all. It depends, though, because I have seen some white boys say, yo, he, he catching sixes on the field and all. I've trying seen to that, shit too. On and her. you see, I wasn't trying. See, I feel like when I do that, then people going to respond with her bag. That's Taylor Swift. Yo, yo, that's Taylor Swift. And, and that's why I say, yo, low-key, that doesn't matter. Her having millions of dollars. Not a yet. woman can have millions of dollars. It do not fucking matter. You're not keeping a man because you have millions of dollars. Unless that nigga's broke. 
And well, this yeah. is an NFL player we talking about. Not yet. I don't think the money necessarily had everything to do with it. I think her stardom. Yeah. Definitely added to it. Yeah. You got 11 properties. I got 11 houses. I done sold your stadium out twice. <laughs> you think that that, do you think that, that he was? I think, think that's impressive, bro. It's like, yo, she a boss chick. I love her because she got her own. Man, that shit is a myth. I love her because she got her own. Jamie Foxx ain't even talking. To, Jamie Foxx never talked to a woman that had her own. Look at Jamie Foxx type. Jamie Foxx like Taylor Swift type. He's a Kate Hudson motherfucker. Well, Think you know what? It. You're right. He definitely, he definitely does talk to like he he love them white women girls. with their own. I'm just saying, look, you making it seem as though a man talking to a woman like Taylor Swift with that much of her own. Travis Kelsey don't got to do shit. He don't. And I don't think he with her because he think, oh, bet she could bring this to the table. No, nah, you're right, you're right. I'm throwing out. I think I I'm living on. She say. I'm living on the stereotype of how men it. feel about women making more than them and it being this ego thing. And and that's for niggas down here. And we don't. This nigga <laughs> Travis Kelsey is just a football player. That's why I told you, mm-hmm. if he don't have that part of his shit together, oh, this not gonna last because not yet. Did you see the tweet where they said low key he's in hot water? Immediately, because if this shit go haywire, if it go haywire, you gonna have a mega stars fan base that will hate you. Mm-hmm. This ain't like your last girl, cause you did your last girl dirty. Y'all like, yeah, Y'all and like, that one before that. So like this, you gonna have them hate you. Then look, this is the thing, football. You're gonna get to a point where you're not good. But you know what they gonna say? Man, this Taylor. Swift. Look, let the Chiefs go out there and lose to the Jets and Zach Wilson. They're going to be like, man, Taylor Swift is a fucking distraction. Because you know they said she was going to be in the oh, next game. Oh, shit, yeah. So now when you start declining on your football career, oh, you should have never got with Taylor Swift. As soon as he got with Taylor Swift, he started being ass. Look, he went the whole game, didn't play, didn't catch shit. Yeah, but that's still Travis Kelsey. It this is. nigga is going to do what he does. That's You'll like, see. He ain't like Russ when Russ got with Sierra. Because believe it or not, even though Russ was like in those top five QB conversations, Russ was loved. Russ, Russ was loved best until Q- he started playing bad. Keep it a hundo. That's true, but he was never the best QB in the league. Like Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of all time. Like you got a point. You, you got a point. He and you know what? Going back to the conversation about how you know he might have. Oh, this is somebody trying to get in. My bad. I let the motherfucker in my apartment. Um, how, how, who is that? People call my number. To, to get in, like when you, G probably ordered some food or something. They probably found my name because it's 419. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but going back to uh, the conversation about like the black women and the, uh, the fetishized, you know, I feel like they do just like, it's the Jack Harlow thing. Remember yeah. Jack Harlow came out and said, I love, what do you say? I love black women. Black women are my favorite black women. love black women, right? Yeah. Then he made the song about Dua Lipa. When they something with you and do a feature. feature. Yeah. It's like, all right, okay. So you use them kind of, y'all like to, you know, make yourself look a little different or look a little away. Nah, yeah, y'all, we don't have to see, we actually don't get to see anybody do that for real. It's weird when you see dudes do that because y'all got to keep it 100. It's hard for certain communities to not feel used. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand that now. Like, at first, the backlash was like, what the fuck? This don't got nothing to do. You saw a lot of people saying stuff like, this is a white dude getting with another white girl. What's the problem? But there is definitely yeah. a culture of, you know, fetishizing, you know, black women and men. other women. Us. Us yeah. men. Like, other races definitely get to a point where it looked like you just trying to see what that's about. 
Mm-hmm. And some people feel used in that regard, y'all. Imagine you dated a girl and you were the first black dude that she dated. And then she ended up getting with a white dude. And you realize, damn, I was one of the only black I dudes. And I guess a... I was just a test piece. Mm-hmm. Like with Chu, she was listening to this music. Now with him, they going to the Morgan Whalen concert. You like, hold on, wait. She wasn't listening to none of that shit with me. 100%. I guess she was put on the front. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, baby. You think Travis Kelsey, when he went around that girl, his black girl's family, you think he going to act the same at them events? Nah, he was putting on what he doing in football. He going to do what he doing in football. What's up, baby? You know, I'm, I'm out here trying to score another touchdown, baby. Yeah, All nah, of yeah. that shit. But when he's around. Nah, yeah. This Cold family. Switch. It's a different. We 100%. get to watch them lane switch and it ain't nothing. You know, 100%. we you get know on what? we get on ours when we lane switch. Bun yeah. B, you all you've been you have they won't let it live. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's dope. I mean, shout out to them. I guess whatever. But I'm gonna ask this nigga a hot seat question. Shout out to the podcast. We back hot seat. It's been a minute since we had a hot seat question, but in the, in honor or in uh. Not in honor, but you know, speaking mm. of Travis Kelsey, would you rather cheat on your girl or snitch on your homie? And I felt like this is a very generic, broad, whatever I've question. I've seen that shit going around. <laughs> and I said, this is a hot seat question. I'm going to ask this nigga, because the nigga girl listen to this. My girl listen to this. We some relationship ass motherfuckers. Y'all already know how I am. Would you cheat on your girl or snitch on your homie? Now, let me tell you this, because you'll just do this. If I'm snitching on my homie, then he must have did something bad. Right. So, Nah, snitching goes the long way. Like, what if you got a homie that, you know, he did, it, it ain't illegal. Snitching ain't always because you told on some illegal shit, you know? Snitching can be, you know, your man knows the back door way to a certain tax situation. You know, it ain't always a no-brainer. The real question comes down to, do you betray your girl or do you betray... Your 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 homies. Me, I mean, if I did some shit, would you snitch on me and send me to jail for years, or would you cheat on your girl? Hot seat question. Come on, Jay. I G. hate this. You better I not say the this. wrong I thing. <laughs> I really hate this because let me answer all, it. I would be pissed if you did that. I don't give a damn. That's not and about how you, you would a feel. Grown ass man. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. I could never rat you out though. But so, I'm just not a cheater, bro. I've never cheated in my so life. So you would. You wouldn't rat me out, so you would. I'm not gonna do either. <laughs> that's I'm not, not, gonna, that's not an option, fellas. But come on, y'all. Y'all know game, right? <laughs> if your girl was listening, what you gonna say? I'm gonna just cheat. It's a hot seat question. All, I don't believe in it. I've never done it. You know what I'm saying? I've never cheated. I've never cheated. But if it came down to this nigga I've, Terrell did some shit, some I petty would, shit, boo, you had to understand. I can't let my man go to jail. I can't what I gotta do with the what is consent? I would do it in the way that it's not. So you would do what? Look, uh, say what you would do. <laughs> I'm trying to get your job. Say it. It's just it's that's just tough, bro. Because it's you. You scared to say it? Nah, I'm not scared to say it. I you mean, are I'm, so afraid of your girlfriend, Terrence. That's that not you true. will not say. I have a moral compass, right? I'm not. I don't. I don't cheat. I don't give a fuck about snitching. But it's you. <laughs> I can't let my roommate. Go to jail, I can't do that. So in so but because then again, you can't do that, what did you do? Because maybe your black out. ass deserves to go to jail. It, How about see, that? You, you're trying to justify what I did. I did something that you just can't snitch on. You just said you're not snitching, so it doesn't matter what I did. All right, well, yeah. Because if I, I tell him that I did something that, that's bad, he's going to say, well, you know what? I would snitch. So you would cheat on your girl. Instead of 
I would not. You would. <laughs> no, would He's scared not. to say it. Your black ass would be in jail. You think I'm scared of my girl? You think I'm scared? First of all, I'm See, not scared. Terrence, I'll you... say it. If it came down to it, now think about the response you're going to get, right? Think about the response you would get. What are you talking about? I haven't said anything. If you, de- if you did some shit and you playing with fire, I got a son too, bro. There's no way. I- all right, right, back, you yeah. want me to fuck my... So son, you want me to fuck my son future? Okay, so you see how I'm By looking at it? All right, but his... what if I got a son? What if I got a son? You shouldn't be out here wilding. So you want to send me to jail? You're sending yourself to jail. I'm not doing you anything. You are snitching and sending me to jail. You. I'm not going to jail if you don't what? snitch. <laughs> you just have to cheat on your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't, know can. what I, would, I don't know what I do. I knew Trey was going to do this. Bro, my, I, I think about my, my kid. Think about I think about my son's face. If I if I cheated thing. on my girl because I didn't want to snitch, to me that make you just like it's it's I guess it's cool to on some street shit. Nah, for real. Like, for nah, me, nah, like I would want you to, I would want you to be free. I won't want you to be go, be in jail and you in jail because of me. I'm literally think look at Gunner Life. Did you just see Jay Prince? He found a rat in his in his uh, apartment. Uh huh. Gunner. Yeah, I did see that. What you doing, Gunner? I don't want that life. Loki. I will say this. Let me say this. With you, if I'm in a situation where I got a snitch on you, it means we both are in it. Because if the feds are at me yeah. trying to get me to fold on you, it's because they probably got me hemmed up. And the only way I'm going to be able to do me is if I snitch on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I do. It's going to be a hot I'm seat. just not going to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't snitch on you because that means we would be in it together. It would be something we did. It would be that, and that's if I lived a very fucked up life that I don't live. I would have to. I would have to step out, and I wouldn't want to do it. And I wouldn't even really do it. I do. I would cheat the way that it's cheating, but not really. <laughs> this nigga sound like, like he in hot water at home. First of all, fellas, this is my thing, because I know everybody gonna have jokes and shit and try to make some all Terrell this and that. When your girl listen to the podcast that you do, or is listening to your work shit, so you're basically putting I, on a front for your. Podcast. I don't want to go home and have to hear about this shit. He's scared of his girl. Terrence, He's no, scared. it's straight. Because guess what I'm saying? Terrence, it's not fear. It is 100% fellas. We value silence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Having to hear anything beyond. What are you going to hear? Oh my God, you would cheat on me? Terrence, you don't think you're Yeah. Good? If he about to go to jail and I got to even snitch or that? Yeah, because guess what? So I'm- you think your girl going to be. So when you think you and your girl listen to this, she going to be cool with that. Ask your girl what she would do. If her best friend was getting ready to get her head cut off or some shit. She would let her get her head cut off. Terrence, come on, bro. You know women, how they argue. Let you think, your girlfriend you she... that you love and went to school with. Terrence. You going to get her, let her head get cut off. Oh, because you respect you the relationship like you so much. You argue with women. You don't know how women argue. It don't matter if you say her mother. She's going to tell you. These are the same women that was just telling you that um, I'm single until I'm married. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Usher. Come over here, Usher. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same women that told you. You talk, you potting. That's what it is. You're potting. You're doing a great Because your girl is going to light you the up. Question, the question came up Would you cheat on your girl or snitch on your homie? And I said, Damn, if this nigga Terrell was getting ready to do a big, and I look at K Man and G, you want me to step out on her and fuck his life up? I would rather see. You're trying to make it seem like we're going to have bro. a why did I get married? No, 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 I'm dinner not scene it. table where your shit gets spilled. 
I'm not telling. No, I'm not saying that. If I do that, then we break up. He grows up in the two parent. I go my visitation thing. Yeah, that's something that I've never wanted for my life. That's something that I told myself I, my kid would never go through. That. Well, how would you like visitation from a jail cell, nigga? You are an adult. He is a child. That's a tough conversation. Oh, I would have to have the visitation from a jail cell. Yeah. Oh, well, how would you like it? If, if, since I don't want to cheat on my girl, you, I snitch on you. I'm never going to be in a situation to compromise my son's future. I'm sorry. That's why this question is doing nothing but getting you in a random ass conversation with your girl about. I the, feel like them people really? from TMZ and, and I'm like you know Oprah. You're trying real hard. To, so what would you do if you know? What would you do? <laughs> he tried so hard to hit right. me up, and guess what? If if G come at me, we calling you. What do you mean? Y'all ask ask the question. I'm gonna tell her. Ask Terrence about that dumb ass shit. I don't know. And I'm gonna say G. Are you are you kidding me? And this is the thing. What would you want me to do, G? I already know. G, it's fellas. What would you want me to do, G? Would you want me to snitch on him and then y'all do visitation from a sale? Or we would never be in that. She would want me to be in that situation. Fellas, fellas that's in relationships. Because look, I already know what's going on. Drew, you already said your shit. Let me say my shit and clean my shit up. Single niggas are going to get in the next I would never cheat on you. You said all of your shit already. Let me say mine. First and foremost, I would never cheat on my girl ever. I've never cheated. I've never been a cheater. I would never entertain. Trust me. Chicks come Terrence, up to me. But you and just I said you would. Way. I just said that because I have honor. I have a code that I live by that I was born with. It's shit on my. I have my shit tatted right here. Look what Terrell's is. Never forget. Where's Terrell's tattoo? I still have it. This nigga got to move his bands out of the way. <laughs> he got to move his wrist out of the way. I got this shit on my neck for real. I was born with this nigga. That's a tough... That's a tough... All I'm going to say you is... You got never... more honor than me? Yes, no. I do. Terrence, that doesn't make you more honorable. It actually makes you less honorable. And that's the shit that... That's this bullshit that niggas that love dirt and all these street rappers, y'all think certain shit is honorable, but it's not. Like Dirk was like, I can't fuck with rats because rats sent my dad to jail. No, nigga. Your father sent himself to jail doing that bullshit. Compromised your future in the streets. Now, given, of course, I understand, you know, mass incarceration. I understand the fact that we can't get jobs. I understand, I understand all of that completely. But you can't, saying that a rat sent your dad to jail, to me, is backwards. Because, I feel you. sure, yeah, I get he snitched. And he shouldn't have did that, right? Because, yeah. you know, y'all cold. But also understand that y'all all was out there not on man time when it comes to your child's future. When you have to do all of this. Okay, bet. Subject change. You see the thing on TikTok where they ask me. Uh-uh, nigga. I'm just letting you know. You better get me ready for some smoke. I'm not getting any smoke, Terrell. I'm not getting any smoke. You know this women. is my thing. You know women. You if know women. my girl was asked... Would you rather cheat on your dude or save somebody? Dog! First off, do I think my girl wants to cheat on me? No. No. And if she does, low-key, it's probably some shit. It's probably some bullshit I was lacking on at this point. You know what I mean? At this point. Wow. Oh, I'm blindsided. And I would, you know what I'm saying? I would rather be blindsided than to find out that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm not, I don't think it's going to happen. That's why you say, I don't think I'm going to ever live a life where... I don't think that I'm going to be in a situation where I'm going to get... But that's the beauty of hypotheticals, right? 
Yeah, that is. Just but this motherfucker is sending me to prison for 18 years. You sending yourself to prison for 18 years. I would never even be here. I'm on the other side of the fence like Franklin. Look, motherfucker. I'd you, never be here. You, 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 you did this to me. <laughs> Snub my man for the... Uh, I'm going to be sitting there just like his mama. Y'all see how Terrell say I'm going to get heat? Franklin. I'm not going to get no heat. She I'm a grown-ass man. in jail already. <laughs> Yo, they have used the gift of Teddy and... Hurt his mother perfectly since it came Did out. Yeah, the one we were on the phone. Kim K, look, the Kim K commercial, right? The Kim K commercial with Usher. They was like, this would have hit way better if it was Kiki Palmer. Did you see that? This would have hit better oh, if yeah. they had Kiki Palmer. They had the gift where it was like, let it <laughs> fucking go. Oh my God. She took the fucking biggest <laughs> L of the year. Fuck up. She took the biggest L of the year. Anyway, and you see her doing the interview. What's your relationship status? Yeah, don't ask. girl, you know you back with that we nigga. Know your relationship status, and ladies, yeah, yeah, and this is what they do. This is what and you know. What I'm not even gonna get yeah, into we'll the whole thing, but guess what? They go out and they do some. Your girl will do some wild ass shit. And do you see what I'm talking about? You think your girl make will a, answer the question make the same a as big you? Big ass deal about it and go on complete defense, and then just move past the shit. Show up at your door. Your girl gonna make a big ass, fellas. Your girl gonna make a big ass situation about the fact that yeah, you would rather cheat than snitch on your homie, all while in the same position they would do it and to just never tell your ass, fellas. They would never tell you. Know how many of y'all girls would cheat and don't ever? You would never find out because you a slow nigga. Nah, because women are just beasts at that shit, and we be slow. We be. Oh, I just had to stop at the CVS to get some tampons. Oh, all right, fuck. Oh, her period did just stop. <laughs> Look, now you think you're being insensitive, so you apologizing, my bad boy. And she really cheated. And she really was getting 2017, slammed. I'll never forget. The girl I was dating at the time came in my house. Remember I told you that? She came in my house, pissed off, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, this bitch at homecoming was trying to fight me. I remember this. Remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. She was and trying I'm to like, fight damn, me. for real, damn, that happened. And then she was like... I just feel like you don't give a fuck that I went through that. You're not valuing my oh feelings. Oh my God, my goodness. That and I'm a like, fucking nightmare. I'm I was sorry. like, yo, what? Uh, I, and, and look, that whole night, I mean, put me cold turkey, turned over, went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? In my shit, in my house. Yeah, Woke up the next morning and left. You know what I'm saying? We ended up, I ended up having to apologize. I should have heard you out. Come to find out, that night, she never argued with nobody. She really. Was with her ex, and they was arguing about how they broke up, and she was so distraught that she came to me but lied. Now you see, and you see how you had to deal with the bullshit. I got to deal with the mulch. Why? I'm only supposed to be dealing with the flowers. But Terrence, this is my thing about that whole situation. Am I now going to take that one situation and become this nigga that just don't trust any woman ever? No, she was fucked up. But I'm not going to put that on every woman's jacket. Just the, the same way these women shouldn't date one fucked up nigga and now jump on the niggas ain't shit train. If I had a ring on my finger, if I had a ring on my finger, I'm married. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't about to break up my marriage for this. But do you see what you just saying about how they picked them? Man. But that girl in 2017, not my... Y'all, we going to have a fucking documentary come out and it's just going to be a silhouette with the voice... My name is so so, and I told the trail in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> just be a silhouette of some girl. This girl is a legend, obviously. Maybe who I am today. 2017, that was my nah, that was his year. That's his year. Hanging records on my demo. 
I do not stay at the Intercontinental. Intercontinental. I own that motherfucker. I was I was running them up back running then. Them, running them up. You telling me yeah, I was running them up. I was running them up back then. What about my year? And you see, look, you see how I just said that? You see? And let me tell you, this is the thing that I was gonna tell you, setting yourself up. All the single niggas in the comments gonna be like, this bitch ass nigga is scared of his girl. This bitch ass nigga wants to say for his girl. All the men in relationships, no. Fellas in relationships, go and ask your girl if she would rather cheat on you or snitch on her best friend. And watch her ass lie. She's going, Terrence, because to of lie. course, she's gonna say exactly what she's gonna say to keep her ass out of hot water. And did you not just say to these girls? Well, get out here and say something, but you know they would do the opposite. They will get out here and tell you, Kiki Palmer showing ass to Usher. What's the big fucking deal? It is Usher. But in their situation, they wouldn't do it. They would not do it. But to win the argument, to they're going to take that fucking So stand. to win this argument, they will say, I would never cheat on you. Never. But in the situation, <laughs> you're going to be sitting there. Life. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. I thought this was down with me. Her and her friend going to be in a... On a plane somewhere. Nah, for sure. Hey, look. Hey. I don't even know why. That's a good question. I said it's a hot seat question. We, we both going to be in a hot seat. I'm going to come back on this podcast and say, you know what? I think the greatest, greatest joy in my life is my girl. Like, the greatest joy that I have right now currently is my, is my girl. girl. I would probably, you know what? Let's just end the podcast. You know what? Let's just talk all about girl. <laughs> this nigga got in trouble last part. <laughs> nah, I'll be having to hear all that shit, bro. And come on, Trey, I know you got stuff because I, we weren't even supposed to I go got there. random shit like a uh, new report shows that NFTs are practically worthless. Um, Justin Bieber bought an NFT for $1.3 million that today is worth fifty nine grand. Logan Paul bought one for $600,000 that's worth $1,600 today. Yikes. I remember all you niggas, right, that was talking about the NFT shit and saying, oh, hold on, wait, Terrell. Buy Start this picture and, and don't say all you niggas. You about to say some good shit. Oh, yeah. I remember all y'all experts. Come on. I remember everybody that was on Twitter. Thank you. I remember every I remember everybody that was on Twitter that told everybody to go buy this picture of a Jaguar head or a sleepy monkey mm. with a suit on because it's about to be worth this and you can use this for whatever. Right now, the the what's that dude's name? Gary, remember Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk? Yeah. Whatever. Like, the, the NFT shit was really only supposed to work out for the top 1%. And for some reason, everybody thought they was about to be in that 1%. Remember Odell Beckham had the... Odell Beckham, Von Miller, all these people had those profile pictures where they were NFT. Yeah. Go look at them now. Just like the um, Forex motherfuckers, y'all be trying to put people on shit, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. I remember... My boy Don Sell, shout out to him, Generation Typo. I know y'all seen the photo shoot. It was amazing. It was great. It was great. Don Sell was telling me years ago about uh, NFTs, mm -hmm. right? That's the only person that I trust when it comes to this shit, right? Yeah. All the rest of you motherfuckers that was on Twitter saying, oh, do this and get that and do this. I was like, all right, I'm going to just hold off because I don't know. He was telling me about blockchain. You, bro, you can use this to get into this and then to do. All right, you, I'm going to let you sound like a 1% type motherfucker. And see, that's, what, that's my thing. I'm going to need to hear... Your success story. I don't need to Not hear yet. your plan. I need to hear your success story. And as you can see, like, think about it. People spent millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Logan Paul spent 600 grand on this little fucking cool, look like fucking Samus looking joint. That's worth $1,600 today. You spent 600 grand for it. One of the biggest losses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
it's just funny how shit be coming up and then disappear and nobody say shit. But y'all was trying to make it seem like, oh, if you're not doing, if you're not thinking about this, you behind. All right, bet. It, it, the same shit, different day. We've seen it. Same shit happened with four X. Nah, yeah. I definitely feel like it was something that, you know, we live in a culture now where people find out about some shit and then hurry up. They want to tell you exactly. Oh, you need some water? You didn't bring your, uh, your, nah, your jug? Nah, I mean, it's in, it's in the dishwasher. Dishwasher. I'm good. I still got a little bit. I'm straight. Look, hit, hit it right here. But uh, we live in a culture now, y'all, where motherfuckers are act like they know some shit. And it just came out. And since they learned first, they'll try to tell you how easy it is. And you just learned how to do it. Like, and that's kind of how I felt with the NFT shit. People who say, oh, bro, it's easy. You just got to do this. Oh, bro, trust me. All you do is. But we haven't seen any success stories. That's why I'm saying be careful of a motherfucker telling you his plan. Right? I'm only going to listen to the success stories. Now, nah, yeah. I follow some people on Instagram that have courses. But when you look at how they live their life, it's like, all right, bet. They should have a course. Like, I'm just like trying to figure out what they doing. Y'all hear the random sounds that emit from this building? Now, nah, yeah. Terrence, Terrence. What the hell is going on in here? Look at Mimi. Bit. Mimi's like, look. Fuck is that? Y'all hear that shit? Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, I follow some people on IG that... They should have. They have courses, but like they have successful brands that you know. Oh, okay, that's the motherfucker that did this. I know a lot of people follow Justin P and Goat Vic and some of these people that have like, all right, better. This is exactly how I did it, and this is my course, or this is what I do. Yeah. Oh, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. But if you follow somebody and you have no idea what they do, but they have a course, be careful. You better be careful because what they do is the course. <laughs> what they're like, right? The course that they're selling is what they that's do. What they do. You look like a forex or NFT type of guy sitting here. It's weird. We sitting on the same side of the table, y'all. We normally sit on like a rounded table. Right now, we sitting on more, more of a front end so I can see this nigga's yeah. whole fit. He has, he has on a fit. Come on, bro. I've been putting that shit on for a minute now. You look I like you doing... put that shit on. This, I don't know if you remember this shirt. This is from our, from our Utopia. Listen to that, Travi. I'm trying to figure out what the nigga look like, but I can't even think of it. Terrence, who do you look like, boy? You got a Bill Bellamy face. You, you look like Bill Bellamy from the Brothers, boy. You love white girls and you wish he... <laughs> you... <laughs> Okay, look, you got a, uh, what type of fit is this, boy? Come on, man. You this know. nigga got on a Deshaun Watson fit. He's looking for a massage later. Weird, weird nigga. <laughs> Deshaun be putting that shit on, him and his girl. That's, you look like you dress, you dress like him. That's a compliment, then. <laughs> I guess that's a compliment. It's definitely not. This nigga's, uh, uh, you look like a... You got like. a 2 chains fit on, boy, hat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> two chains? What? What you mean? How's this a two chains? Two chains thing? used to always wear them fits with the dreads out the back. Man, this nigga two chains. You know when people were talking about how? Oh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get away from what he looks like. Right. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to talk about. Oh, you had another one, Terrell. Right? I was gonna talk about the writer strike. Definitely, definitely say. Get on that. All right, Ben. Let's cover the writer strike real quick. So after 148 days. Um, the, the writer strike is over. Everybody knows that the WGA has been striking for damn near half a year. The longest strike ever from 19, whatever that was, um, was 155 days. So them stopping 148 is just before they was getting ready to break the record. But um, they landed on new terms, and it says, well, I'll read it to you, it says, the guild gained protections against the use of AI, data transparency, and they got residuals tied to streaming success as well as guarantees for the minimum size of writer's rooms. So now, 
Like, if you're going to, if you have a show, if you, they have like size minimums for writers' rooms, which means it's got to be 12 people or got to be six or got to be whatever. It can't just be one motherfucker or two for a show that cascades as much as it does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have one motherfucker write the whole or three motherfuckers writing for Saturday Night Live. It's, it's way more people that should be get accredited as writers. You know what I'm saying? In terms of input. Nah, yeah. Then, of course, the AI shit was a big thing because, you know, they want to just chat GPT, write me a show about this. That wasn't good for writers. And then the last thing, data transparency. And then the uh, the biggest thing for me was the uh, residuals to streaming. Because yeah. that was the biggest thing. And it's funny because they talk about the shit that they're going to do, like, uh, you know, like new presidents. Okay, our plan is to do this and that. But it's like, yo, we don't know any of the real. Like, okay, what are, what are y'all about to do with the streaming? What are y'all about to do about, you know? Mm-hmm. Compensation and stuff like that. I was surprised when I saw the AI shit. I'm like, damn, is this whole thing more about that? Like being afraid that AI is gonna steal your identity as an actor. It's, you see people say, I don't want my voice can be scanned. It's like, do you think that they're about to do that? Think about somebody like Brian Cranston, right? Walter White from Breaking Bad. You got 50 episodes. 50, 60 episodes of you saying all of the you basically cover so many words that they can make you say anything. You have enough recorded to where we could take your voice. Not you yet. have so many faces on camera that we can steal your likeness and put you in our commercial. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a new Apple update. Did you see the new AI Apple update where you can literally create your own AI voice if you want? For real. So if you want to send somebody a message that's your voice, but not your voice, you just want to type it. Let's say you're in a quiet place, but you need to say something to somebody, but you type it. They basically have this feature where you literally read like 120 sentences to your phone and it basically puts together a voice. That's a new iOS 17 uh, feature. Not yet. If the phone didn't really change that much, but some of those features are, yeah. that they got are sneaky. And the only reason why I bring it up is because I guess you're right when you say, yo, it, it, the phones are doing it. So I'm sure as an actor, it'd be way easier 100%. to just AI a voice. And then as a writer, you just would literally be out of work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can write anything. And then I did want to say this, right? Yeah. The, um, what was it? The SAG members have approved a strike against the game industry, right? And I'm thinking, damn, we in a like crazy time for entertainment and everything. Yeah. Because you got, it says Activision, Epic Games, EA, Disney, and Insomniac are all in on a possible strike. It doesn't have not happened yet, but. They worried about how they being compensated. It's all a, a conversation by conversation, which I think is valid. Yeah. But as a consumer, it is just one of those periods where everybody trying to get their coin. And I'm about to say, you know how it goes. One strike works. So the next group is going to go on a strike. And if that works, mm -hmm. it's been happening for years. And you know what? I did want to play. Let me play this clip. Because this dude, just on the heels of the writer strike conversation, yeah. it was a guy that was talking about the future of the movie industry, and I really just don't agree all the way with what he said. I'm going to play it. One second. He's, and Steven Spielberg, he called it, it's One second. IPs, and Steven Spielberg, he called it, it's I got a vasectomy last we go. week, and here's five. Indie films are the future. Hollywood has become so dependent on pre-existing IPs, and Steven Spielberg, he called it, it's imploding. 
because it can't sustain itself on this model of spending $300 million on a film doing 150 worldwide. That's not a sustainable model. So what's gonna happen is it's gonna collapse, it's gonna implode. Writers and actors fighting for residuals on the streaming, streaming which they're gonna get a percentage of, that's gonna significantly cut into your profit margin. So what is it that you can do now? You have to dial it back. So who's gonna win is the people that can prove, hey, you give me 200,000, you give me 2 million, I'll make you 20 million. I'll make a product that is gonna rival, it, it might not make a billion, but it's gonna make, it's gonna be profitable. So, bro, I had a good point, right? Yeah. Now, that's true when it comes to like these big films. Yeah. Because it's tough, like you seeing like, you see what Martin Scorsese just came out and said about these big films. Yeah. He's been saying the same thing, but yeah. He has, and it's, it's funny because he's been saying it for a long time, and for a long time it wasn't true. He, he was saying, fuck these big films when Avengers was doing fucking a billion dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now, honestly, as the time has gone on, these big-ass budgets are not translating to box office success. Number one reason for that is COVID-19. COVID completely changed how motherfuckers go to the movies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it lifted streaming. It took away motherfuckers' asses and seats. And it lifted motherfuckers getting memberships to streaming platforms. Only reason why I don't agree with bruh is because I was just reading an article about um, indie filmmakers and how indie is going to struggle through streaming. Because he's right. Screen actor, I mean, sorry, the writers just got their percentage from streaming, which does cut into a budget. But the conversation that nobody's having is about ownership and rights. Because guess what? If I'm Netflix... And you want me to make your movie for streaming? And you indie? Cool, yeah, I'll give you $20 million. I'll give you $20 million to do it. And I know you can do it, but guess what? Your movie will never show anywhere else but Netflix. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the thing that the indie filmmakers are facing right now. Because think about it, they're not tied to anything. So they want to get, they're trying to get their rights. You know what I'm saying? As indie filmmakers, you might be a director who took a script that you ain't get. You ain't I mean, writing. indies blow up, though. Like, like, smile. Look at smile. Look at A24. That's what I'm. That's that's kind of what he's saying. No, nah, you're right. Where you're right, but a twenty four is getting away from. You know what I'm saying? They, no, they're not. They're not getting away. But I'm saying they're growing to the point where a twenty four don't work with just the indie filmmakers. They nah, work with George Peele. It has to be good though. It has to be good. A twenty four does a lot of work with independent filmmakers. They just it they just do. have to be good. And like what he's talking about, you got a lot of people that's talking. That's why I don't like this shit. Niggas talk about the film industry and they we keep talking numbers and it's just so annoying. It's not about numbers. It's not about, oh, you give me this, I'm going to get this. None of that shit matters. Movies are not making money because people mapped out their numbers right. Movies make money when the movie good. You know, Barbie made all of that money. We know why. Mm -hmm. It ain't really because, I'm not going to say that one's because the movie good, but... When you talk about what's going to make Barbie fits in the big movie category to me. I would say 100%. It's like that movie had a whole scheme that it was sitting on, right? That movie went from whatever million to like 400 million. That's not always going to happen. That's We're going to talk only about money when we talk about Barbie. We're only going to talk about money. Nobody's going to say that it was a pivotal ass movie. Nobody's going back to a certain scene that changed their life. We're not looking at movies the same. You know what the real difference is? Instead of us looking at what's being made, we're looking at if it's worth it and how much it's going to make. Like everything he's saying. The reason why these Marvel films and these big movies are at the forefront 
of everybody's attention is because they bring in the most dollars. Mm-hmm. We've escaped the old way of filmmaking. Like filmmaking didn't used to be about how much your money made. I mean, how much your movie made. Filmmaking used to be about who was making the movie. You had Spielberg, Scorsese, fucking Tarantino, Nolan, Fincher. Even before that, you had fucking nah, for sure. you dogs. Had, yeah. Like it was all about this is my movie, this is my style. Wes Anderson. Like we have so many, you know what I'm saying? Richard Linklater. Like there's so many different filmmakers that was like, oh, this is this type of thing. And you knew what to expect. These days, it's almost like there's no difference. There's no contrast anymore. Now, every director is trying to either survive or get with the shits, which is remaking some shit or doing some remake shit or throwing it back. Like, uh-huh. I think... Doing a period piece. Or... Doing a period piece. Now, We've gotten away from the real art of filmmaking. That's why uh, Scorsese has been saying the same thing for years because he's been making movies the same way for years. I've been making movies based on the art of it. But even Steven, but even score somebody like Scorsese, right? Mm-hmm. Scorsese partnered with Netflix for the Irishman, right? It hit theaters. He's Scorsese. Scorsese got enough cachet, period, that whatever film he does should go to theaters because people gonna go see it just because it's Scorsese. The same way with um like Oppenheimer was boring as fuck if you really think about it. It wasn't this big, crazy, amazing experience. You know what I'm saying? But since Nolan did it, people said, oh, I got to go see that. Because I know, even though this is like a period piece and it's back in the day and it's, you know, World War, whatever, he going to do it right. And it ended up, it was good, but it wasn't the most entertaining jump out your seat film. But like Scorsese, somebody you mentioned, he partnered with Netflix for the Irishman. I mean, but he's still doing... I mean, I'm thinking about the, the, the art of making movies. Like, making the movies... Making these movies and the choices that y'all make to make them, the, the movies that survive, the independent films that he's talking about, are the people who are still making movies within, to me, within the art. These but, people that are making movies okay. just because you wanted to remake uh, Spy Kids. They're remaking Spy Kids to I a short that. series. It's like, okay, there's no respect in the art. It's just we just all have to re- we we just all have to respect this attempt at trying to get the success that the predecessor had before you know what I'm saying before this one. But now we agree on that. I think the the different com- the where the conversation is is those people that do make those films for the art mm-hmm. are going to these streaming companies because they can't get what a fucking you know, we're going to put you in all of these cities and theaters, whatever. They, so they're trying to go to a Netflix, but Netflix will own the rights to your film. And it won't. And be you so won't much. be able to just take your film. Think about it. You got to take notice. what they're going to put on the table and leave. And then they're going to get whatever comes after. See what you're saying? They're going to pay you. They're yeah. going to get your movie made for a better budget than you want. But you won't be able to see your movie on channel whatever or on HBO Max and on Hulu or and on here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You won't see Ozark on HBO Max. And not if you to, do just to use that as an example. Like, if you do, it's gonna be H it's gonna be Netflix making that deal and not you. Exactly. And yeah. that's the thing that people that's the that's what the girl in the article was talking about how the shit cool because yeah we can get the movie made but after it's 18 months or 12 months on Netflix 
where am I in that conversation? Not even just as a writer, but as a producer, director of that, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a sticky conversation. That's why I'm, I'm glad you did it because I knew you was going to have a dope point of view about it. No, 100%. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the art of it. And I feel like you can tell when you see, like, say what you want about Barbie and Opp- Oppenheimer. Those are big movies. But mm-hmm. this is Greta Gerwig. This is yeah. the small movie chick that hit a, hit a ticket with Barbie. Mm-hmm. I literally just hit a ticket. Barbie wasn't a remake. Yep. Barbie was a great capitalization on a product that was out. Yep. And I feel like, yeah, it's a cheat code, but also this is a, a small filmmaker that that made that that movie. And I think Oppenheimer being made by Chris Nolan, it might not have been the most fun movie, but you can just definitely tell, okay, bet, this not trying to capitalize off of something that was already successful. This trying to, you know, bring mm-hmm. something new. Even yeah. if it's with something that's been out before. Nah, yeah, that is true. And that's why I did the conversation is kind of spotty. It's kind of like, all right, well, is the future, but like, so that's the thing. Given everything you said, do you think that the future of the film industry is indie films? I don't. It's always been indie films. It's always been. People saying that, but it's always been indie films. Like, I guess that at a certain point, these studios were picking up indie films. You know? Yeah. Bet, we about to go get this. We about to go get that. I think everything, everywhere, all at once. Best picture. Uh, Oscar, right? That was a mm-hmm. that was an independent movie first picked up by A twenty four, right? If yeah. I'm not mistaken, so I feel like that recipe works because independent filmmakers are are creating something that they really love. Now, one thing you you left, um, certain people off that list, like people like, um, James Cameron, Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, blockbuster guys, people that make those people who the films they make they going for box office booms. Yeah. But they James Cameron, they, Michael Bay, y'all all sat in a sweet spot. Feel me, James Cameron. But but think about it. Uh, Michael Bay did Armageddon in 1998. He did Transformers in 2007. Armageddon, Bad Boys. We can see the filmmaker. Artists with those movies. When you look at Transformers 3, 4, when you look at the old, the, the, the movies that they made after, you could just feel some of the reaches. And I ain't even going to say it that I like Michael, I like Michael Bay as a director. I mean, I get, he gets kind of ridiculous. The story's crazy. Mm-hmm. But he knows how to swing that camera. You, he out. Know how, you out. My bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. He knows how to swing the camera and he knows how to uh, make some shit explode. But... It's these big franchise movies that are garnishing way more than what this director can even bring. Yeah. Like, even James Cameron, like, I feel like Avatar is bigger than you, yeah. even though you're in front of it. It's still so much bigger than you as a director. Yeah. We're not going and seeing Avatar and Transformers because we want to see what Michael Bay is going to bring. We want to see what James Cameron is doing with. I think majority of people are going because of the... But you know when you go see a Michael Bay or James Cameron film, their names being attached means we about to have action. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be some action packed. It's just like, it's like the old, it's old dogs though. These old dogs. We don't got no young dogs that we doing that about except Jordan Peele. And look at that nigga. He's Man. old. Like He's the old. difference is back in the day, these same film directors, like you said, Michael Bay was making Armageddon 
and good movies in the 90s. And now it's 2023. The motherfuckers are still some of the most prominent in the industry. That's why, I, like, even with us in the black community, all of our actors have been top dog since we were young. It's kind of the same conversation you had about the rap game. Yeah. Where it's the next evolution, the next generation isn't taken over. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they just, they show it's it just, up, but we still up at the top. Like, look at Jonathan Majors. Have you noticed how everybody's talking shit about Jonathan Majors and nobody really likes him anymore? Women don't think he's attractive anymore. I'm not saying I thought the brother was attractive. I'm just saying I remember when he when he first came out and everybody was crazy over him. They, they I got tooth and the, nail over that pink photo shoot. Remember? Yeah. The pink photo shoot. Remember? He, yeah, he was. That was right before the allegations. Mm-hmm. And now I guess after allegations, it's it's does he get a Nate Parker career? Man, I love seeing him with Megan Good. I'm sorry. I love it. And I love Nate Parker. Nate Parker's a good brother. I wish that he was still making movies, but you see what happened, and that shit was that shit ended up not even being all the way true. Um That shit you, wasn't true at all. Yeah. But you know what, T? I don't see where these big films are going to get pushed out of the way because entertainment, period, is nostalgia. Look at the new music. All of the new music, and we complain every day on the TL about how, damn, another song where it's basically the same, that's not a sample, it's basically the song again. But that's what motherfuckers are not only doing in music, but they're doing that shit in movies. So if they want to make, remake Power Rangers and... These motherfuckers mighty morph together. That shit's going to do 200, 300, 400 million. And that's why I'm telling y'all, even with the music, with the film industry, I'm letting y'all know right now, and you're seeing it, you're going to hit a wall. We are already hitting big ass walls in the music industry. We're hitting big walls in the film industry. And you know what that wall is? Fuck this shit. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. I don't want to listen to it. The NLE Chopper joint with Nelly. Most people was like, yo, fuck this. You know, a lot of things that are coming out, it's like, yo... Fuck this. We don't want to listen to it. They mentioned you in that because you see Nelly came and performed with him on BET. Yeah, I saw And you said that that was going to happen because you said Nelly need that moment because his time has passed. This is a moment for him to get back in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And that shit happened like you said it would. And Never if you was a young artist and you knew that if I remix Missy Elliott's song, Missy not going to see it as biting. Missy going to say... Oh, she did what? Oh, I'm going to shout her out. I'm going to talk about, oh, this was fire. This was that. It's like you putting out a remix 20 years later. You put out a remix, and that's what it really and you going to get paid from it. Yep. You, you even going to get the backing from the original artist. What does that leave the consumer? It literally just leaves us with bullshit, but it's accepted by who gave us the first reel. Mm-hmm. This is like a chef giving you some gourmet pancakes and waffles, and then... That same chef slides you some egos. Or that same chef says, oh, yeah, this, this guy right here, yeah, I, I'm, I'm championing him. He's after me. And this motherfucker serving egos. You're like, hold up. Your, your shit was definitely better than this. Mm-hmm. You're just going to put your name on it because he, he shouted you out? Nah, yeah. That We're is seeing that with is. music and with film. Yeah. It's and with film. You've seen a lot of people re- recreate shit. It's like, oh, okay, this was dope because this was like... This. Yeah, we remade, re, remade White Men Can't Jump. They trying to remake. We remake this. House Party. We remaking. It's just ridiculous, man. It's so exhausting. It's exhausting. But you know what? And then all of the good shit got stopped because the writers stopped writing. Fact. We were supposed to get that second season of Severance two years ago. But didn't get it. But didn't get it. But do you see what I'm saying about how, like, even what I was just talking about? Do mm-hmm. you see how none of the... Love goes to the director. It just goes to the movie. 
Imagine you the director that just did, or you can't even tell me the director, the director that redid House Party. You can't tell me the director that redid White Men Can't Jump. Back when we was growing up, they'd say, yo, they redoing White Men Can't Jump, and who they getting for? They getting this person. And you'd be like, oh, it's about to be lit. Yeah. The dudes that did these movies, House Party, White Men Can't Jump, all these movies, you don't even know the filmmakers behind it because the movie's moment came way more important than everybody else making it. Anybody who's behind it doesn't matter. Oh, this, that, new, that joint. You yep. could probably name the director of the original before you can name the director of the newest one. And why you think? Because it don't fucking matter. They get a, they getting Susie Sue and Josie Joe to do it. Fuck it. You don't even know who it is. You just watched it. Did you like it? Did you not? I don't know. It reminded me of the old one. That's why I said we're cooked. We're going to hit walls and we'll get to the point where it's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Oh, Remember what Drake's dad said or somebody said or whoever said on the, on the pound cake where they said only good music is going to last? Uh-huh. All that other bullshit. Yep. All that other bullshit is here today and gone tomorrow. Y'all are getting ready to see Gone Tomorrow coming. Exactly. Gone Tomorrow, tomorrow is here. Yep. That's a yeah. fact. Yeah. You could do some course of action before we get into the... Uh... 100% we should do course of action for sure. For sure. For sure. 100 I've already asked Terrell a course of, I mean, basically a course of action during the hot tea question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, course of action. We back. New spot. People love this. Um, your uncle leaves you $5 million, right? And dies. Okay. Do you tell your auntie? He left it to me? Yeah. He, no, tell- look. Your uncle has you hide five million. That's, that's why I said it wrong. Your uncle has you five. Start over, y'all. Sorry. Your uncle has you hide five million dollars. Do you? And and then he dies. Do you tell your auntie? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I believe in karma, bro. I might I might keep about seven fifty though. I'm gonna be like he gave me four twenty five. So he got he gave his random nephew. Do you want the money or can I keep it? What do you mean? Once she finds out about that money, what are you sitting there talking about? I'm going to give her the $4 million and I'm going to keep that 7 Never forget, he did not leave this $5 million to my nephew who I love. He hid it with you. He said, nephew, hold on to this. I'm going to look at that motherfucker just like Mike from, Walk, uh, from Break, Breaking Bad and say, legacy calls. Legacy calls. <laughs> I had to hide this shit. I had to hide this shit. Now nah, y'all feel that. I would tell my aunt because you know why? What the fuck I'm going to look like, y'all? In front of, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I would feel guilty if I showed up with all the new shit. I'm buying new shit. I got yeah. new shit. And whole tears off of no motherfuckers dollar? No way. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a five. And I'm going to just hope that my aunt shows the respect. What if she don't? What if she say, all right, thank if you. If she don't, I'm talking into the game. I don't need it. Yeah. Because, Unc, oh, I'm keep if I was 25. itching. Unc, if I was itching for that paper, I might have dipped into that uh, that file before he, he was gone. I said, I might be saying, oh, well, I ain't got to pay the nigga back. <laughs> <laughs> Until your auntie says, oh, I know he gave you that I money. I know he gave you. <laughs> auntie, he didn't give me anything. Ask him. And you can't. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know, auntie. Are you standing there with the new shit on? That shit will rip your, that, you, you will be, that will rip your pop. That was a funny one. Uh, here we go. This is a good one. Because I feel like Terrell can relate to this in a, in a like very weird way. Too, go, keep going. 
Uh, it's your significant other's birthday, right? Uh-huh. Coming up on Sunday, right? We'll Turn see. up, bet Sunday. When her birthday? Oh yeah, I forgot your birthday Sunday. And your girl talking about all of this shit she want to do, right? Uh huh. Right? You're at work. You're somewhere. You're listening to the radio. You just sit living your life, and you find out that you just won all expense paid tickets to this year's Super Bowl. Right? Okay. And the Super Bowl happens to land on the same day as your girl's birthday. What's your next course of action? Do you tell your girl? Oh, look. Do you give the Super Bowl tickets away at Allegiant in you Las might Vegas? Go, no, you. And then I can take Shorty to see Usher acting. Hell Usher no! At the concert, don't you want to see Usher? Your girl, first of all, your girl should one hundred percent want to go with you to the Super Bowl on we her can, birthday. We can celebrate your fucking birthday the day before, the week after, the week before. We can do whatever you want, but getting tickets to the Super Bowl for free? You said yeah. That's a once-in-a-lifetime chance. You got 90 fucking birthdays, God willing, that you still here, right? And I'm not saying we shouldn't celebrate your birthday, but it's selfish as fuck if we can't go to the Super Bowl. Come on, bro. Now, I'll ask a negative reverse question because I feel like, okay, bet. Here's the reverse. This is where you really get put in a hot seat. Your girl gets tickets to the Victoria's Secret bikini joint. Once-in-a-lifetime joint, right? Uh-huh. You don't really give a fuck. It ain't like you can go and have a good time. You with your girl. She want me to go look at bikinis and say, yeah, that's just another like the straps on those. Like, what the fuck I'm going to (laughs) say? Anyway, that happens to fall on your birthday. Are you making the ultimate sacrifice? 100%. And going to the Victoria's Secret Mm -hmm. show for your birthday? Yeah. For your girl? Terrell would do it. Yeah, 100%. I feel like I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd do it. But the the Super Bowl thing is a little different. The Super Bowl is way different. It, it, it is, but it's not. And then also, if your, girl, if your girl don't fuck with football, you can't say, this is the Super Bowl. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Who give a fuck? My girl. It's going to happen next year? I, I, well, this is my thing. My girl hates when football come back. She hates that I have some shit to watch on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now that I'm watching college football, she like, she'll be like, what the fuck? It's Saturday. And I'm like, it's college. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She hate this shit. But even that, if I could take it to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, she would want me to go. Because she, she want to see me happy. Some of y'all be with people that just do not want to see you happy. Or you don't want to see your partner happy. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because, yeah, we can celebrate my birthday a couple days before. Me and my girl, when we met, it was around the Super Bowl. Like when we first met, or when we first mm-hmm. locked in, like, the first thing that we ever did legit was... Watch the Super Bowl. Um, so I felt like, and it was like Valentine's weekend. So I know she would go to the Super Bowl. 100%. With me. But also, I mean, damn. I got one for you. <laughs> it started making sense when you put the shoe on the other foot. Because hold does. up, I don't want to do that bullshit on my uh, birthday. The Fenty Savage Show. The Fenty Savage Show. All right, bet. We're going to see what she going to get. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but I got one for you from my boy Michael Connor. Shout out to Michael. My, shout out to Mike OC. He said, "Your girl's ex passed away while they were together. Now y'all are together and expecting a child, boy. And when deciding a name, she wants to name him after the ex. What you doing? I say rest in peace to that man. <gasps> oh, I thought do? I don't know what I did. Stop touching shit, nigga. I know. Yeah, all right, bet." <laughs> 
<laughs> I say rest in peace to that man. <laughs> Trying to tap right back in. <laughs> but yeah, look, yeah, look, I say rest in peace, you know. But no. Yeah, no. This is not this, this is not that that God's kid. This is my kid. This is our kid. We don't need to be thinking about your ex with this new kid. And I'm gonna let yeah. y'all know there's that this is a this is a situation that happens a lot. Yeah. This happens a lot. There's a girl whose daughter name is Allison, and her mother-in-law told her that her husband's ex-girlfriend of a long time's name was Allison. That broke it, that that they broke up randomly because they had to split up type shit. You gotta let that. And now she got a four or five-year-old with this girl's name. No way. But for me, like your girl, y'all should just they should just understand that you don't have the same you know, tie to the ex that she has. Okay. Like, that was your ex. So I think it's unfair for you to want to name our child that for your... That was your child. That, that was, was your, your life. Get a dog and name the dog's middle name that. So once, let's say, God forbid, you know, everybody still got their parents, but let's say your girl lose one of her parents and want to name your daughter or son after one of the parents. That's different. And I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Because, hey, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd be down with it. I will be down with that. It's like I'm not so tied to also I'm not tied to middle names. My middle name is Pernell. I don't know if anybody knows that. My middle name is Pernell. P E R N E L L. I can't stand it. You look like a Pernell. And what do you look like? Y'all know what Terrell's middle name is? Dadriante. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's Dante though. It's Dante. He a Tay Tay. Hey Tay Tay. <laughs> I always say that. This nigga, his middle name. <laughs> he got Dante. Hey, shout out to all the fellas out there named Dante. You some Dante Stallworth face ass niggas. Think about it. We got Dante's Creek, great movie. Dante, Dante Stallworth. <laughs> Dante uh. Dante Call Pepper. Dante Call Pepper. Yeah. We got Call Pepper. That was a that's a jersey right there. You put that jersey. That's a jersey right there. That Dante Call Pepper jersey. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I used to have the Dante Call Pepper jersey, and I had the Randy Moss uh sneaks. Y'all remember the Brandy Moss Jordan? Dante's Peak. That was a good movie. Terrell trying to name all the weird ass Dante, but you know what? I can't say shit because you know Pernell to me. I don't know what my dad was was. Let's see who what Pernell. aiming at with Pernell. But to me, Pernell sound like the nigga that work at. Anyway, shout out to my niggas out there named Pernell. What's your nickname? A hey, Neil. I'm in the bit with P Lady. Ah yeah, <laughs> look, I bet I'm fucking with it now. P Lady, call me Cubisky. Look, but you know P Lady is his girl. Yeah. So, but you can still rock that joint. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Once you tie some shit together, it's uh-huh. like right back. Last one, and it's very much just like that one. First off, if you do that, anybody, you're sick. We don't want kids named after. And I and I know of people who have done this. We don't need like that's weird. Naming your kid after your ex or you mm-hmm. had a, the love of your life in in college was this dude. So, yeah, no. Okay. Fuck no. Okay. Okay. Anyway, you found out in a rough patch, right? Mm-hmm. You no look. Here we go. You and your girl go through a rough patch, and this will be good because the nigga just had a kid. It's the last one. They're the last one, y'all. They did the last one, y'all. What is that from? <laughs> when Quavo was doing the hot wings. Oh yeah. <laughs> he ate that one wing and said, "Woo, that's the last one, y'all. That's it." <laughs> I know I ain't doing this shit. Hey, was them wings good yesterday from, what's the name? Man, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm getting some wings. Them Chipotle joints is fire. 
It's, you look like a Chipotle habanero nigga. You look, what do you look like? You look like a honey harissa chicken. You, you look a, like a sriracha. You, a, you look like a sriracha. Nia needs sriracha. You go to Kava and get the honey harissa, boy. And what do you get? <laughs> I get the, the regular. Weird ass nigga gets the Choloff meatballs or whatever that drink. <laughs> 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 but anyway, it's not Choloff. Like it's a, uh, what is it? It's um, what is it? it? That's the tofu, boy. Yeah, you a hummus eating nigga. You look, okay, look, boy, you get to this extra tzatziki. sitting there eating nothing but straight hummus. You we get thought this extra, nigga was eating melted sand. You what get, is that? You get extra tzatziki, boy. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yogurt dill. Yogurt dill. <laughs> All right. You and your girl in a rough patch, and then y'all link back, right? Look at my man with the shades on. What is she doing? All right, go ahead. <laughs> you, and, you and your girl have a rough patch, and you find out that... In y'all rough, rough patch. Rough patch. That's funny. You and your girl have a rough patch, and uh-huh. then y'all link back together. You find out, you know, y'all link back and y'all get married. I think y'all might have seen this one. Y'all link back and y'all get married. Uh-huh. You find out after y'all get married that she's had a secret this whole time, right? Uh-huh. When y'all had that rough patch, she was pregnant, and since y'all was in a rough patch, she got an abortion. And she didn't never tell you about uh, this. Now that y'all are married, do you feel like your marriage was built on a lie? Okay, Terrence, I'm sorry. You want me to re- re- it? Let me just hit this back. You had a rough patch with we your girl. You had a rough patch. And you know how rough patches are? We not talking. Uh-huh. We, we, you know, we, we took a break. Y'all took a break. How about I say that? Okay. She was pregnant you know, and I didn't know. Break, and you didn't know. Okay. And she had an abortion. When y'all got back, she never said anything. Y'all go all the way to y'all married day. Mm-hmm. To y'all marriage. And she tells you this. That would be that would be tough. I wouldn't feel like our relationship was built on a lie. Because it's not like we got together because of the, you know, yeah. I thought that, you know, you weren't and you were. and then, But you were. It wasn't nothing like that. So... I think that would be tough, man. That's one tough. of them things that jab the fuck out of you. Like, damn, especially if you really want kids like me. I, before I had my son, I did really want a child. Yeah. Like, um, so that would be like, damn, like, you know? Ooh, and this another curveball. Who says it was your kid that she was supporting? Because we would broke up. Because y'all broke up. So you look, you're, I don't know if she was dating somebody. And y'all was in a rough patch. That's why I say, you know what? Nah, that would be mine. That would be I would I wouldn't even think about somebody else. I would be thinking, damn, that that was mine. You know that would fuck me up because I would be thinking about the other shit you did that you ain't saying. Then again, that's heavy, you know, I am a pro-abortion guy. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people are not, and I respect you. You know, if it's your religious belief or whatever, but I think a woman's yeah. choice is a woman's choice. If we in a rough patch and you get pregnant, right? Yeah. And you don't feel confident in creating a sustainable life for the child. I can't be mad that you decided to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I could be a little let down by, behind it, but at the same time, I am pro your body, your body, your choice. Men have the luxury of just saying, fuck it, I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'll pay the child support. You know what I'm saying? They got to wake up. You think about it, Terrence. You know I got like a little soft spot right now with single, single parents because my girl had COVID and I've had my son, I've had my son and I've been thinking about that shit a lot, so... For me, that's a little. I don't want to get, get political, but that's what a nigga say. It's funny we were talking about that, like how you you realize shit about what you're doing, so you throw the blanket out there just cause. Like more more often than not, the nigga that says, and I don't mean to be long winded, 
the nigga's already long-winded. Or the nigga that's rapping you up, uh-huh. he'll say, and I know I'm rapping because you get to a point where you like, damn, I've been talking. I've been talking forever. Uh-huh. But I you high motherfuckers do that. Y'all motherfuckers, they get high. What did you just do? Are you high now? No. I didn't mean to get political. I said I'm going to get political because now I'm talking about pro this, pro that. Bitch and, ass nigga. And you a Joe Biden and face. You got a, you, look, think about you what got you got a Biden face, boy. You look, oh, I'm ready for a sit down. Oh, I'm ready for a meeting. Oh, we're ready for an election. Okay, boy, you got to. <sighs> <laughs> but uh, I definitely look at that situation. I think, damn, shawty is a dub. Get rid of my fucking baby. You got me fucked up. <laughs> It's like, nah, I feel like that would be so fucked up. My trust would be bit, dog. What? That would be fucked. That would be fucked up. Because look, y'all going to have to have, y'all gonna have another kid? Yeah. And then look, are you going to throw shade? We'll keep this one. See, then now that's fucked See, up. You know? If you're going to come back, don't come back that's with one petty. Like, like, I think you, you best off being you come back with that. And you see, this is my thing, fellas. You got to watch what you're going to be willing to live with. Because some of you niggas can't. Yeah. Your girl cheat on you. And you, make and it you seem try like to you make just... it seem like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I forgive you, but you don't. <laughs> right. I did me. You did you. Let's just link back. And you know what, ladies? They, ladies need to hear that too. Though. If a man cheat on you and, you know, apologize and you forgive him, forgiveness is a long road. But like at some point, he shouldn't have to live with that. He shouldn't have to be ridiculed the rest of his life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because even though he decided to stay. Because if you didn't forgive him, then you should just let him, you go live your life and let him rock. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. take somebody back and then berate them for the next five years. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like, yeah. It was a mistake in the past. If you forgave them, you forgave. If you didn't, then don't. That's true. That's true. I hope y'all can't hear this fucking buzzing. <laughs> Shorty up there going crazy. All right, come on, T, because it's getting late. Movie suggestion of the week, and then we got picked. I wanted to say something else about the what's her name. But anyway, what? I'll cut my bag. Go ahead. I ain't going to cut you off. That's the end of that. We pretty much said everything that we needed to say. Okay. Movie suggestion of shout out to Course of Action. Movie suggestion of the week. My movie suggestion of the week this week is going to be a, a movie that I felt like we've all should have seen. This is on HBO Max. The Wash. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. I forget the big black dude that's in it. But it's really about... You talking about George Washington? Oh, yeah, George Washington. Nah. Is that his name? Yes. You saying that like he's this fucking pioneer. First of all, bro, he's one of the... He's like a... He's definitely a legendary comedian, bro. He's definitely a, he's definitely a legend, but but, you know... You said George Washington, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, George Wallace is his okay, name. Okay, back. See, there we go. I'm about to say George Washington. Not George Washington. Forgive me, y'all. George Wallace. He's a legend, bro. Definitely. And he's still alive. This he is, is back he's in the era. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, still, still pushing. One, before we get to the movie suggestion, even though we already here, rest in peace to the dude that played Dumbledore. Did you see that? Yes. R.I.P. Some of y'all, Harry Potter changed y'all lives. We just lost Hagrid. And now Dumbledore. What the fuck? I know. R.I.P. But movie suggestion of the week is this movie called Wash. It got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg in it. It comes from the era. And look, Eminem is the villain. Now, yeah. This comes from the era of when dudes in hip hop said, man, fuck y'all niggas. You know, y'all niggas just doing hip hop songs. We got movies coming out, nigga. Yeah, uh-huh. The Wash was one of them ones. Dr. Dre was on his Ice Cube shit. DJ Pooh co-wrote, so. DJ Pooh co-wrote. DJ Pooh wrote Friday and Next Friday, yeah. if you didn't know that. And... It's just a funny death row, but not death row. You can just definitely tell. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about, the, the, about a car wash. It's so much fun. Just go watch that. It's on HBO Max. I that watched, is amazing that it's on HBO Max. I didn't I, know it was on there. 
I love hey look the the music super ugly. You can tell uh Dr. Dre produced the whole joint. And then Angel Conwell, the girl that plays P Angel Conwell, if y'all know who Angel uh Conwell is, she played she's in the wild, she plays the girl. Yeah. The other brown skin chick that everybody loved back then. And uh she also played P's girlfriend and baby boy. She was in a bunch of other shit. She was in a bunch of shit. She was in a bunch of shit. But just notably, like if you can remember those those roles, bro, she aged so great. Nah, Have you seen did. her today? She still looks exactly the same. You know, you see like stars from the 90s and be like, you know, they probably look nah, older she now. Does, she, they got I older, did but see a recent picture of her. She's still out here looking exactly the same. Aged great. Um, but my movie suggestion of the week is The Wolf of Wall Street. I know I've probably, we've done 169 podcasts. I've probably mentioned that movie before, but it's back on Netflix. It's number one on Netflix. Um, and if you just have not seen it or haven't seen it in a long time, it's just a fucking masterclass. It is a masterclass. It's a fucking, it's a fucking. <laughs> it is a masterclass in pacing. You starting Laporte, ain't you? I'm st- definitely starting uh, Laporte. I know she's doing. I know she's just thought about it. I know it. She got there. <laughs> but, um, it is a masterclass in pacing. And if people that are into film, right, like pacing is all about like how the story progresses, how fast or how slow. Like if somebody says a movie is slow paced or it's a slow burn, that means it's going to be like a little talky. It might be a little take a minute to get through it. Take a minute to well, get Wall Street, even though it has like a two hour runtime, the pacing of that movie, the amount of film they shot, like it is just brilliantly paced. First of all, Leonardo DiCaprio, my favorite actor. Of all time, uh, Martin Scorsese directing masterclass. Uh, I think Rodrigo Prieto shot it, if I'm not mistaken, but it's, it's just amazing, bro. It's, nah. a, it's, a, it's a fucking great movie. Wolf of Wall Street's a great movie. Breakout performances from uh, Jonah Hill. Uh, you got the breakout and literally coming to the Welcome to Hollywood, coming out party for Margot Robbie, but then you also had good support in. Uh, uh, good supporting roles in that from other people that ain't even in the uh, you know mm-hmm. nominations for like supporting. It's a definitely a great movie. One of my favorites of all time for sure. Mm-hmm. Prieto did shoot it. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's actually the same dude who did uh, Irishman. Irishman, and he's literally doing uh, Flower Moon. Flower Moon, which comes out in two weeks, and we will be going to see it together. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm definitely down <laughs> for that job. I was telling you today, Flower Moon come out on a uh, fourteenth. Which one is that? I said, don't worry don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. We don't can go worry see about that it. That's, a, that's a God's thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the older you get, the more you value that for some reason. Don't worry about it. This is a fellas' night. Yeah. Fellas only from down here. Uh-huh. Just bring us the pretzels. Just stop coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come up. <laughs> stop coming down. Yeah, I'll come up. Bro, older men are so funny and disrespectful as shit. No, y'all, but look, they be done. They be sick of it. <laughs> All right, come on, y'all. Let's get it. You already know what time it is. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? What's up, up, nigga? NFL picks, we back. It's week four. It's crazy that we got to week four this fast. Mm. We missed week three. Shout out to everybody who went and 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 who followed whole nine watch on Twitter. If you saw our picks, or we both or went ten and record, six. We both went ten and six last week. 
We still got to pay some respects this week, but before we get to the actual NFL picks, I know you had a uh, question for you. Uh, before we get to the picks, this is just a question that was going around that was very popular this week. Tush Push, Eagles. Yeah. Unbeatable Play. QB sneak. Yeah. Do you think they should ban it? Do you think they should keep it? What are your thoughts? I think the QB sneak has always been in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think instead of them banning it, I think they either found out how to stop it or I think other other teams need to incorporate it. Nah. I forget what game, game I was watching. They was like, yo, this would have been a perfect place for the tush push. Just yep. do it. Mm-hmm. Like if if the Eagles ain't the I used to think the Eagles was the only one who could do it on some like Lamar Jackson. They just got the right pieces to run this. Like you're not running a read option with Sam Howell. Not yet. But you can run a read option if you got a Lamar Jackson. That's why I was thinking, is the touch push just, I thought it was a Jalen Hurts got these crazy legs thing. But I'm realizing it's low-key, just a low-key a cheat code play people feel. It is. But at the same time, it's it a Jalen Hurts legs it's thing. It's a Jalen, it's, it's not a Jalen Hurts. They have an elite line. Lane Johnson, Jordan Mailata, fucking Kelsey in the middle. Like, y'all have a bunch of motherfuckers that are elite on that line. Yeah. Um... But at the same time, and then at the, behind them, you got Jalen Hurts, who squats 600 pounds, and then two motherfuckers behind him that are pushing him, pushing his ass. Yeah, you know and they have one of the best O-lines in the league. Exactly. But like you said, I do feel like everybody can do that. The only thing that I will say is this. This whole, oh my God, Jalen Hurts has 13, or he has so many rushing TDs thing, that shit, to me, come with an asterisk. Like, oh, he's going to be, he's on pace to become the most rushing TDs for a quarterback of all time. But 90% of your rushing touchdowns are from the one-yard line that are tush-push. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You had two rushing touchdowns last game from the one-yard line. Yeah. It's almost like like I took the over on 0.5 rushing touchdowns from Jalen Hurts. 100%. I'm going to take it every game because, see, but what I don't like about that is that's basically, now we're trying to like, now we're trying to like put down the fact that he has tutties. No, but to me, it's that's where my He's getting tutties. He's getting tutties, but if you put any motherfucker right in there, they're gonna get tutties. But but not but from the, the one yard line, but you're that's doing the a QB thing. Sneak. We have seen, even my team, we have seen teams go from the one yard line and try to sneak and then don't get it. This the this is exactly what people do. But see, people and you know I don't like the pushing. Eagles. You know I don't like the Eagles, but it seemed like everything hurts do. Y'all comes will with try to asterisk. make it seem like it has an asterisk or he's A cheating. lot of what he does come with an asterisk. That's, that's the thing. Man. The motherfucker is... Okay, cool. Like now, okay, cool. So you got Lamar Jackson rushing TD seasons where he had 10 plus. Yeah. Look at those rushing touchdowns and let's look at your rushing touchdown highlights. It's going to be 10 QB sneaks in a row, all tush push. If we're looking at and rushing... it's not like you getting in there. You're being... You're rushing, but you also got your fullback and halfback Pushing you into the end zone. To, to me, it's where, like, all right, come on. And I get that. I, 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 look, I, this I, big accolade behind your TDs is kind of like comes with an asterisk is all. It, you got them, it but. It only comes with an asterisk because of. I swear that niggas hate on Jalen Hurts. And I'm an Eagles, I'm an Eagles hater. Do niggas hate on Jalen Hurts or do niggas overrate him and put him in a category with QBs that he doesn't want? Well, think about it. You're talking about, oh, he's getting ready to be the, the leading uh Touchdown rushing for quarterbacks. But that's a stat. Fuck it. They're winning games with it. That's a stat. You think he gives a fuck about being the rushing touchdown leader? You think he really think, yeah, I'm really really the best rusher in the league? Nobody said that Hurts was the best rushing quarterback in the league. 
People will say that. And you know what they had to back it up? Look at the Russian TD. Look at the numbers, yeah. I mean, you got a point. I won't say you it's don't like, have a point. It's like, it comes with it. It just comes with it. That's the only thing. I do agree. Everybody should start doing it. Deshaun Watson, you got a good line, and you you could squat probably maybe four or 500, maybe not as much as Jalen Hurts. Why not y'all do that? You know what I'm saying? Or why, why don't more the Lions do it? Daniel Jones, do it. Yeah. So, well, y'all don't got a good line in Giants, but. Who is playing that music? Is that down there? No, yeah, Terrence. They having like a little event down that joint. They hey, have... motherfucker. <laughs> we <laughs> shooting out podcast. <laughs> they having like a little nightlife. It's another food truck pulled it's up. Food yeah, food we got to go down, down, down that thing. We got to go down there. Hey, let me get a chimney. Hey, hey what y'all got? <laughs> let me get ice a chimney cherry empanada. Oh, y'all got his ice cream? I'm like toast and tolerant. Let me get vanilla. <laughs> Give me the vanilla color. <laughs> That's what I don't get about people who are lactose intolerant. They'll just say, fuck it. What they happens just know next? They, they just know they're going to be pooping all night. Pooping, patting, pooping all night. <laughs> That's crazy. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, and I gotta like, get up. If you live like, like, if you live like you and you ain't got no company and it's just you. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck it. Give me the cone. Yes. I'll, 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 I'll say fuck it for the night. But all right, y'all. NFL picks. Do we have love to show Terrence? No, you know last... what, Terrell? Before we do this, before okay. we get into this, I do have to say this. This is a NFL picks part, but also sports. The Dame Lillard news oh, yeah. of him being sent to the Milwaukee Bucks, that's huge NBA mm-hmm. news. I do feel like it is very Kevin Durant of Dame Lillard. Nobody's saying it. I feel like Dame Lillard taking his talents to Milwaukee, even though he got traded, maybe it wasn't his choice. I just feel like it just doesn't look good. Like It speaks to a culture that Dame has been critical of for years. And I feel like this whole I'm only going to Miami thing, and now you with Giannis and the already number one seeded Bucks last year was number one. Yeah. You going and joining the number one team in now the league? Is, and Dame, is, after everything you've said, recently went on a podcast and said, I didn't agree personally with what Kevin Durant did. Yeah, and I'm I not, just didn't agree personally. It looked funny, bro. What, what the fuck did you do so different? The Bucks are still not that Warriors team that went 70 fucking 3 and 9, but they did. I they mean, did damn the, near. They were the best team in the league on paper, but they, they even though they choked in the playoff, cool. But you talking three years ago, this is the championship. This is the champions. Yeah. The champions, then Warriors, then Nuggets. But even in the last two years, the Bucks is top three East. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I get it, 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 I guess. And now you get your spot-up shooter? It's just like they said, now it's definitely championship or bust, Dane. You wanted to go and join a contender, now you have to. It is championship or bust. And you know what people were saying? It was championship or bust before Dane yeah. got there for the Bucks. Because it's like, all right, y'all. Y'all, was, y'all not go- Because you can't be the number one seed all year, you know what I'm saying, have the best record in the league, number one team in the league, and then lose in the... To the first round. Nah, that's a fact. And the last thing that I'll just say about it, I've always been one of those people that respected Dame for staying in Portland. I'm a Washington Wizards fan. Feel me? Mm-hmm. We respect we the respected loyalty. the loyalty and and you know, we don't have anybody. So the one guy that's good for us, you know, that city respects Dame. that he didn't yep. leave for a contender. We just watched Bill leave for the Suns. They were talking about Dame going and playing with Braun. They were talking about Dame going and joining the Suns before what's his name went yeah. over there. Now like, Dame is going and playing with the Bucs. It's like we have to still watch these same teams. You was getting ready to go join the Heat. The Heat was just in the NBA Finals last year. 
Now you're going to join in the Bucks, who was the number one seed last year. Like, you're not going and saying, yo, like, I like to see when KD and Kyrie went to the Nets and said, yo, we're going to make them a contender. That was dope. We now get to see a new light Nets. Mm -hmm. it was. I guess you couldn't get anybody to come to Portland. And you don't want to go somewhere like Washington where they really needed a point guard and you could have balled out with Poole and my man Kuzma. (laughs) You see where it's coming from? But, Uh like... It would be. It would have been nice to see him get a fresh start and put a team on the map. Now you about to go try to get into the mesh of the with the Bucks. And look, I'm one of those Drew Holiday fans. I like Drew Holiday with the Bucks. Yeah. I just felt like instead of adding his brothers, they needed to add some more pieces on the bench. Y'all went and got Dame. It's like, oh shit. Hey Drew, come to the Wizards, bro. He's already going to Portland. They oh. had to get somebody for Dame. <laughs> Let's work a deal where we can send. Yeah, I do man. think Jordan Poole, after even though he didn't do well and uh, he didn't have a great playoff performance, I think he's going to be a uh, coming out a party great, this year. Just watch a great piece for y'all next year. Him and Kuzma, watch. Them, them two niggas are hoopers. It's too much bullshit going in your apartment. I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's kids that live above. It's like it's a kid that live above me. I know the person that you the person in the scary movie that says, "Come on, y'all. My parents have been coming to this cabin for thirty years. There's nothing wrong with it." <laughs> then Please. we all die in that weekend. We all die. I don't know what that is. And you keep talking. See, see I hate when you when a nigga come visit you and he start hearing shit that you don't hear. You, I live here, nigga. <laughs> he come in. What is that creaky sound? You like what creaky sound? <laughs> then later, I'm like this. <laughs> I heard it again. <laughs> nigga, I forgot what he told me. Come on. All right, bet. F L pick. Shout out week four. Uh, we gonna start with some respect for week three. And we're not going to spend all day on it. I'm giving quick respect to the Colts, Bills, Lions. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand y'all. Bengals, Texans, and Cardinals. Texans. I mean, I have to talk about this real quick. We lost by 50 points. Yeah, you do. And it was the worst Broncos loss that I've seen in my 25. I'm on my 25th year watching my Broncos. It is my 25th season, and it is the worst loss that I have ever seen us take in my entire life of watching our games. We lost by like 40 last year to the Rams. You know what I'm saying? On Thanksgiving. 56 to 13 or something crazy like that. And that was bad. But this, watching them get 43 and thinking, come on, y'all. It was third quarter, right? Yeah. Two minutes left. I said, all right, fourth quarter, they probably get another TD. Damn, we probably lose 49 to eight. And think about it. Our offense only scored 14 points. I'm sorry, only scored 13 points. Y'all got to pick six, right? We well, had Marvin Mims ran the kick return back. So we really only scored as an offense 13 points. One touchdown, two field goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for us to lose like that and to get clowned like that, bro, I have DMs that I still haven't read. Terrell was going through it that day, y'all. And they got their ass whooped by us the week before. It was a close game. That was one of the best Broncos and then look, commanders games. For y'all to go out and lose... As bad as Sam Howell and have his first showing of like, all right, not looking good. Not looking Four good picks. or not being as good. We said, damn, he finally played a good team. And then Arizona and us was trash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And this is my thing. Uh, we went out there. Oh, I'm sorry. My commanders went out there and got smashed. But all of the hype was around the Broncos loss. Yeah. And I think more hype even went with that Cardinals win. Cardinals, shout out to y'all. Y'all beat the Cowboys. Cowboys, I still actually have some faith in the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I know what an injury will do to a team's morale. 
For them to lose Trayvon Diggs for the whole year, there was mm-hmm. people who didn't want to put no nothing on that. I'm a, I'm a Washington fan, and I will say, damn, that true. probably took a lot out of them. And you playing a scrappy Cardinals team. I'm telling you, the scariest team you want your team to play is the supposed worst team in the league. Them motherfuckers come in hot. They come in balling because they got chip on their shoulder. And Dobbs is balling. You see that number he and got on? Thing. Cowboys. We Dobbs have is to, balling. We have to hear about how the Cowboys are this team. And I got to listen to Michael Irvin and fucking Skip and uh, all these fucking pundits. Talk about how the Cowboys are so good. Yeah, they're actually really yeah, good. They're really good. It's like, yeah, they're good every year. They win 13 games, 12 games every year. But we, it's the same outcome. And last week was just an ind- another indicator that, oh, well, we know what y'all going to do at the end of the season. We'll let y'all go ahead and beat this team, beat that team, beat this team, beat that team. Cool. We know what y'all going to do at the end of the year. And I'm also not blaming Dak for the whole shit. Yeah, me neither. Y'all let them, y'all bet greatest defense on in the world. We want to be like the whoever, whoever. Y'all let them score, what, 28 points? Josh Dobbs dicing y'all up? I mean, it's not all on Dak. All right, come on, Terrell. Let's get to the fucking picks. All right, bet. We're going to do this shit fast. No, we not. We're just going to stop rapping. And we're not going to try to act like Stephen A. Smith and say a whole bunch of shit. Make your picks, nigga. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga still and talking people, about the Cardinals for? And people don't like when we rush the uh, NFL picks. We're not going to rush the pot. We're not rushing them. So why am I being rushed? Because look. Who your pick for the Lions and Packers? We done said NFL picks like 20 minutes ago. All right. So now you're going to keep talking. So we're going to catch nah, Steve, more. No, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah, you're not going to do that. My girl do that. Shit like that. You still going to do that? You want to tell us to move on, but now you want to talk. I'm, I'm saying, look, we're going to move on, but we're not just going to say, oh, okay, pick the, pick the first game. Hold on, wait. Thursday night football. By the time y'all are seeing this, the game already beat it. Okay. Right? They already have a winner. We got the Lions at Packers. Now you pick your team, nigga. <laughs> Never going to get a deal. <laughs> I'm going to go Lions. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the, the over on 0.5. Aiden Hutchinson sacks. I think Aiden Hutchinson in that defense. I think Jordan Love got lucky last week where they came back and won. Mm-hmm. Because they, they lost the starter. They getting ready to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think the Lions are going to win this game. It's just my pick. I'm actually, and y'all know I can't stand the Lions, but I'm going to pick the Lions and Lions. Watch this. I should start Jared Goff, and I think I will. I'm starting Laporta. I've had Laporta on my bench two weeks, Lions, because I've had Darren Waller. I'm starting Goff, and I'm sitting Lawrence. I'm sorry, Jaguars fans. You know what? Next game is the Jaguars, right? We're going to get to them because I feel the same way about the Jaguars that I do about the, about the Lions. The Lions. Lions fans. Every game that the Lions have played this year, I feel like, has been a good game. Like, mm-hmm. they played a decent opponent, right? Yep. First game, they played uh, the Chiefs. Second game, I forget who they played. But, oh, they played the Eagles. Or who they play? Go look at the Lions uh, schedule, Terrell. The Lions? Yeah, just pick the Lions, and we just going to see who they played. All right, keep talking. But the Lions have had a relatively tough schedule, I feel like, leading up to this very moment right here. Right? Uh... The Lions, they had a tough... Yeah, they did. They played the Giants week one. Giants? No, I'm sorry. No, that was preseason. They played the Chiefs week Chiefs? one. Chiefs? And won. And won. Right. That's a tough team, though. Seahawks is a tough team. And then who lost. did they just they play? They lost in overtime. And then week three, they beat the Falcons. Because the Falcons Week three, sucked. they beat the Falcons. And I don't think the Falcons suck. But they were 2-0. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Falcons. They were Falcons were 2-0. Right. Lions, y'all should go out here and beat this Packers team, but 
I'm picking the Lions to win this game and watch you motherfuckers go out there and stink it up on Thursday night. And if you listen to this, hopefully God won, Lions fans. But this is what happens with the Lions and the Jaguars every year. We got to watch people act like y'all good, but then y'all going to go lose to a team like the Packers. Yep. Don't lose tonight, Lions, because I'm picking you. Because I'm picking you. <laughs> Sunday, 1 p.m., first game is going to be, and shout out to everybody who's watching football on Sunday. Get your wings. Get your, yes. your chips. Pretzels, you know that's what I'm on. You know, get the chips and dip. Really do it big for the Sunday. Uh, we got Falcons at the Jaguars. Falcons are 2-1. and one, Jaguars are 1-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Guess who I'm picking? We going to rise up. ATL. Hey, ATL, let's go out here and get this fucking dub. This is where we put this a B. John Robinson coming out party. This is where Atlanta gets respect. This is where the Jaguars show, okay, you know what? The Jaguars hype train is done. I am going to pick the Jaguars to win this game. I think they took a tough loss last week um, to the Texans. And fucked my parlays. I'm so sick of shit that's supposed to happen. The Cowboys too. I'm so sick of shit that's supposed to happen that just don't happen. Shout out to the Texans for that good one. Shout out to fans. the Texans. Yeah. Y'all should be feeling good about that one. Um, but I'm going to pick the Jaguars in the bounce back. I feel like they bounce back this week and, and take down the Falcons. And it's in Jacksonville. Duval going to be there. It's going to be strong. You know what I'm saying? It's going like to be loud. Mm-hmm. All right, next, next game, we got the... A good game right here. A, a great game. Arguably one of the games of the week. The league's hottest. Miami just bust the Broncos by 50. Ass. Dull ass Dolphins. Versus the Buffalo Bills, who just bust our ass by 33. Yeah. And that's to be said. Bills Mafia, y'all got my respect. Y'all, been, y'all bust our ass the last two years. Mm-hmm. We give it up to y'all. All the last two games. I'm making a bold pick this game. Okay. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills to beat and give the Dolphins their first loss of the year. I watched that Buffalo defense look pretty damn good, minus Von Miller against our team. And they didn't look good because they had playmakers making plays. They looked good because their defensive schemes versus our offensive schemes was just crazy. Yeah. Like they literally read the fuck out of Howell, fooled him. They literally yeah. had that man Ooh, that we really got out coached. Mm-hmm. So Davies like, White, yeah, man. He, they made we they made us look bad, and I'm not saying I'm picking them because they made us look bad. I think hot teams like the Dolphins or like anybody, you really know how hot you are when you go up against a division rival, and they go and they're at home. And I think the Bills are not one to play with. I think the the Dolphins come back to earth. I don't this think, week. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Dolphins. I don't think they're gonna lose. They too hot. Tariq Hill. Mine they have pieces prayer. that you just don't even like. PS2 got smoked by chosen Roby Anderson. A veteran. At the end of the game. And at what point do we say that PS2 is a little overrated? Terrence, look at his numbers. Like, he had a bad game for sure. But look at his coverage map. Look at what, look at what he does when people go up against him. You know what I'm saying? He had a bad game. And trust me, I'll let everybody have it this week. Motherfuckers that I spent the block and got for Devontae Adams. Yeah. I said, hold up. You can't talk to me. We already got your guy. Yeah, but we okay. Already, we already put your guy in the seat. I, I got Still. you. But I'm going to pick the Dolphins, man. The Dolphins score points. Yeah. That's the biggest thing about this team. They know how to put motherfucking points up. And the Bills, is the, Josh Allen is going to throw picks. They just put up 40. He gave up a pick to who? Jeremy Reeves or who was that? Uh, Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller got it. 
Mm-hmm. So, but Vikings at Panthers. I am starting Adam Thielen. <laughs> I'm picking the Panthers. Oh my gosh. The Vikings just cannot get it done, bro. Nobody, t- everybody talks about us and the Bears being the worst team in the league because we both 0 3. But look at these motherfuckers. Just because y'all got Jettas don't mean y'all great. If and you Kirk look at Cousins their games, has been doing great. I'm too. about to say, Kirk Cousins is playing good and they fought in every game. They just managed to not be able to pull it through. I'll tell you what. The Panthers just had Andy Dalton out there for majority of the game last week. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm picking the Vikings. Vikings get their first win right here. I think it is going to be a good revi- uh, ri- not revi- rivalry game, but like a good, you know, coming home game for Adam Thielen or, mm-hmm. you know, playing my rival. But I'm going to go with the Vikings. Get their first win. They one of the better teams in the league. They just not showing it, I feel like. Yeah, it's just tough to pick them. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they got the win. But I'm gonna still pick the Panthers. All right, team of trash, team of trash versus the trash bowl. Uh, Broncos at Bears. I'm picking my Broncos to win, but we are going to Chicago. I also have Khalil Herbert starting him uh, because our defense is the worst defense in the league. If Khalil Herbert's saw- a running back for the Bears, y'all. Yes. First of all, if you don't know that, then you probably wouldn't be listening to the segment. Well, you know, you might. You might but be yeah, like, oh, you're right, you're right. You're right. Sure. when you said Khalil Herbert, I'm thinking it was a linebacker for one of y'all. We gave up 275 rushing yards last week. I'm starting Khalil Herbert. Yeah, 100%. Starting him. Like, 100%. Suck. I wouldn't be surprised if we go out here and lose this game. I almost want us to lose so we can get Caleb Williams. And it's the same shit he was saying last year. It's the same thing that he was saying last year. Yeah. But he was hoping that y'all would lose certain games. Nah, T, that was later in the season. I wasn't like this What yet. do you mean, hopefully you get Caden Williams? You got Russ for three more guaranteed years. Nigga, you think if we get the first pick in the draft, we not going to get Caleb? Terrell, if y'all get the first pick in the draft, y'all don't even get it, right? Don't y'all have to give y'all first round pick away to somebody? No, no, no. We already out of that boat. We already out of that water. If we get the worst record in the league this year, we could get the first pick in the draft. We out of that boat. The fact that y'all just gave Russell Wilson half of a quarter of a billion dollars, basically. Yeah, $250 million. And now you already saying take for Caleb. Now, what we saying tank for Caleb? Russell Wilson is actually doing I. Right. It's not Russ that's losing the games. The media is trying to pay him that way. But if you look at his it was cut, like that last he's year. He's playing right. like a top 10 quarterback right now. He's it's not our, playing bad. Our defense is terrible. But I'm picking, the, I'm picking my Broncos to win just because that's my squad. But I really do want us to lose this game because we need that DC gone. We need Vance's um, Ninja Turtle looking ass out of there. <laughs> I'm picking the Broncos. I feel like y'all got some talent on y'all team. Like Marvin Mims, he's great. Y'all yeah. didn't look so bad. I feel like the Bears look bad. We didn't look so bad, but we lost by 50. Y'all lost by 50, but like, I keep telling Terrell, y'all lost by 50, but like low-key, y'all just looked like y'all were outmatched. It was at points of the game where I'm like, oh, okay, y'all kind of, kind of, you know, look like y'all could make something happen if it was against somebody else. Nah, yeah, we did have a little motion that just didn't stick. So, I'm picking the Broncos against the Bears. I'm not putting too much on y'all. I'm just picking the Broncos against the Bears. But I think this is a good week. Another rivalry. Uh, we got the Ravens 2-1 and one at the Browns. Ravens. Ravens at Browns. I'm picking yeah. the Ravens. I, I'm a, it's going to be dope to see Deshaun versus Lamar. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't mind who wins this game. I went back and forth. I almost picked the Browns, but I ended up picking the Ravens. I'm going Ravens. I think the Ravens got a lot of... Uh, I think the Ravens got a lot of momentum right now. I don't know. Well, even though, no, they don't. They just lost to the Colts. They lost to the Colts in like the most. The Browns won the last time they played last year, too. But Lamar was hurt. So it was a Tyler Huntley game. Um, Lamar is going to win this game. 
I feel like the Browns. I think they said the Deshaun Jack, the Deshaun Watson looked pretty good in the last game. He he, he just also has his his he has his ups and downs. He has blunders, bro. You see when he threw the ball backwards? Yeah. He just he just don't look like the Houston Deshaun. I'm gonna go Ravens. I don't know why, but I'm picking Ravens to win this rivalry game. I got a Lamar agenda, so I'm picking Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens. That Steelers at Texans. This should be easy. I'm picking the Steelers. I wouldn't say it's gonna be easy. I mean, the Texans I just got a very win. good win over a good team, and I felt like they can CJ Stroud starting to look good. I'm right, and look, are the Steelers really anything to say this is easy? Yeah, they're not. That's why I actually, believe it or not, this week I picked the Steelers to win this game. I didn't. Oh, you did I'm not, not picking the Texans. I thought you was gonna say I'm just not confident in the Steelers. I'm just picking. I'm just picking the Steelers because I said, you know what? I'm. I think Kenny Pickett isn't as bad as people think. I'm going with the the Steelers to to win this. Why? If the Steelers win this and they three and one, people start looking at the Steelers different. I think the Texans did win last week, but also you know how it is. Yeah. Texas, if you win this week, I'm picking the, you earn my respect. I'm picking the Steelers. I think the Steelers' defense will be able to hold C.J. Stroud to, I don't know. But it is at home. I wouldn't be surprised if they win. Damn. Rams at Colts. I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking the Colts. Two and one Colts. The, the reason why I'm picking the Colts, they had, what's the name out there? But now they about to have Richardson back out there. Because Anthony Richardson had a uh, concussion last game. So oh, he, he didn't, didn't even play. play. They had Minshew play. out there. And they still won against the... Uh, Damn. Okay. I'm picking the Colts because look at the Rams. The Rams looked horrible. The Rams offensive line, think about it. The Colts defensive line has been playing good all year. The Rams offensive line looked like trash against the Bengals. I'm it sorry. Did. I would I had bad. Stafford start over Burrow, thinking that, you know. Did Burrow end up doing numbers or was he? Burrow still? ended up having a better game than Stafford. But not by much. That not motherfucker. by much, but yeah. The Rams, I just realized, yo. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think the Colts keep that high streak going. I'm going to pick the Rams just because I think um, Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua. Yeah. Man, I love Tutu. Tutu's great. I fucking love I him since Puka week start. one. I started Puka last week. He got me like 17 points. You know I went and looked not at Atwell. No, my, he didn't get that many at all, actually. For my fantasy. Nigga waited until I started him to not get 20 plus. Jerome Ford for them Browns. He got 12. Yeah, oh, yeah? He be cooking. I'm just ready for Cup to come off IR and Barkley to come back. And then my fantasy will be a little bit more competitive. That's crazy. I told you not to drive Cup and Barkley. You did. You did. All, All right. We got Buccaneers uh, at Saints. And that is another rivalry game this week. Buccaneers mm-hmm. are coming off of a victory. Yeah, loss victory. to the Eagles. A loss to the Eagles. They lost to the Eagles. Oh, they did lose to the Eagles. The question is, is Derek Carr going to play this game? Even if Derek Carr play, even if Derek Carr doesn't play, I am picking the Saints to win this game. He's week to week. They haven't officially ruled him out. No, nah, he, he was at practice and they said that he was going to, that he might play. Honestly, bro. Yeah. I'm, they, 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 are, they, they say he might play, but they have Jameis. Jameis sucks. Mike Thomas has been cooking as of late. Mm. And let me tell you something about the Buccaneers. Don't forget the Buccaneers are led by Baker Mayfield, and he ain't looked that good against the, the Eagles defense. And the, the Eagles. Saints have one of the highest rated, top five rated pass defenses in the they league. They do. They do. They that do. That Lattimore, 
and Mike Evans bout that's getting ready to happen. Oh, yes. You know? I need to watch this game. Come on, before. Fuck, they put too many games at one. It was a lot of good games at one, for sure. Hey, come on. We got to get people to get that fucking Sunday ticket. I know, right? I'm going to have that square. Yeah. I don't know, right? got ain't got me. But I'm picking the Saints. Who are you picking? I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. Ooh, okay. Um, Commanders at Eagles. That's the game right there. That's, that's the one game. I want to see. Nah, man. That's, that's division rival right there. That's the one I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's the one I want to see. I'm going to pick... Man, Terrence, I would love to pick y'all. I'm just not confident in Sam Howell. I don't blame you. He I'm just looked horrible it. against a real defense. I'm going to pick the Eagles. I'm going to keep it 100, y'all, for my Commanders fans. Y'all know I rock, right? It's just looking a little murky, y'all. Some of y'all looked at that Sam Howell game and said, oh, yeah, you know, they just kind of, you know, they kind of like, you know, tagged him up. They just kind of, you know, figured him out. We'll see if he bounces back. Then, then, then you had some fans like me that feel like, all right, y'all. We didn't start this kid all last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. put everything on his back. This last game was that where he threw four picks. Bro, he looked lost out there. Yeah. Then at the end, he looked like he didn't even want to be out there. I don't blame him. It was, yep. You know he is the most sacked quarterback in the league. Yep. Even though we gave up nine fucking sacks. All I'm going to say, y'all, I'm always going to pick my commanders. Fuck the Eagles. Eagles fans. We took a zero from y'all before, and we'll do it again at y'all hometown, Not in yet. y'all home stadium. It if you think this amazing. about to be, don't let us win, Philly. Don't let us win. And you know what? I think we will win. Fuck y'all. You gonna post a walk in your trap, take over your trap? One hundred. Don't, <laughs> don't let us win, Philly. Because low key, look, we we looking at the the one, the league's best, right? Look at all the respect y'all get coming into this game. And what what do we get? We've been trashed since week one, and now that we lost to the Bills, that we really ain't gonna get no respect. I guarantee if you pull up the preview, everybody picking the Eagles. So my thing is this. We used to be in the underdogs. We used to everybody pointing that way and then having to turn niggas around. Philly, don't forget what happened the last time we played y'all. That's a fact. Don't forget. And I know some history about, you know, I know history. on it. I know, I know my team history. Fuck Philly. Do you think that we give a fuck about Philly? Do you know what? Terrence, come on, because you just got on me for talking and now you rapping every fucking pick. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Y'all see how he shut my whole joint down, but I let him rap about his Broncos. Terrence, no, you didn't. You, you just, I'll you, let you, you rap didn't. about your Broncos. Terrence, you just rapped about it. You can right go to the history. I ain't going to get it. You're right. I ain't going to. But you're right. Bengals at Titans. I'm going to pick the Bengals to win this game. I think the Bengals even out here. Joe Burrows, that calf, is he's nursing that calf? I don't know if he's going to play, though. They just signed. Uh, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. I'm thinking about the wrong thing. I to say, Burrow better fucking play. Come on, you looked all right against the Rams. Get out there and do good. I'm starting you on my fantasy team. Go. I think them starting him is not a good thing, man. They need to, they, that's y'all franchise guy. Y'all risking it all for, you know, this calf. He could go out there and fucking tear an Achilles. Like, uh, like what's the name? Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's I true. do think the Bengals have a better squad, though, and I'm going to pick them to win. Derrick Henry haven't been making no noise this year. I feel like Derrick Henry been on. He had the same year every year where it don't seem like that much noise. At any year, this nigga got fifteen hundred. Nah, no bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, four o'clock games. Hey, the the one o'clock lineup is lit, y'all. It's definitely about to be a lit day of football. It's four. It's three four o'clock games. Only three four o'clock and games. And fucking eight. All right. Obviously, they want y'all to get twenty six. And last week it was all them four o'clock games, and then it was three Monday night. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yep. Yep. Sunday, four p.m. We got to start with a rivalry. We got the Raiders at the Chargers. Ooh, I'm going to pick. I'm going Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers too. 
Like the Raiders are having. Did you see what Chandler Jones came out and said? Yeah. They just are the worst franchise. I don't bro. know what the fuck is going on with y'all franchise, but y'all got a lot of distractions off field. I'm not picking it's, y'all. I don't the know. Charges. They have the worst luck. They the worst franchise. The trashest franchise. Fuck y'all. Trash. Um, I don't give a fuck what Ice Cube says. Um, but I'm picking the Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers too. That Chandler Jones shit was crazy. If y'all don't know what he said, he said it was like that Aaron Hernandez thing. You can never tell what's up with these niggas because of CTE. Oh uh, yeah, I need to look into that. As soon as the NFL player starts acting crazy, you start thinking. Nah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I need to go back and look and see what he said. Bet Patriots at Cowboys. At Cowboys, I'm gonna take the Patriots. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take the Cowboys at home. I think the Cowboys get a win at home. I'm taking the Cowboys too. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, but I mean, I would be surprised if they lose. The same way I was surprised with the Cardinals, but yeah. I'm picking them to win. The Patriots, the Patriots have Ezekiel Elliott, who had 15 carries last game, 80 yards. He actually had a decent game, and this is him going back to Dallas. So, oh yeah, I got Ramondre Stevenson starting on my fantasy team, but Zeke going back to Dallas. I'm picking. I'm still gonna pick the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are red hot, and they should win this game. Go ahead and lose this game, Cowboys. We really gonna be talking about y'all different. Yeah. You know the Patriots ran the ball like 40 times last week on some crazy. We just gonna keep running it, and the Cardinals racked up seven yards of carry against the Cowboys. So picking the Patriots, who have been running heavy, that's not that's not a terrible, that's not a bad pick. But I'm still gonna pick the Cowboys just cause taking an under might not be bad. Yeah. All right, bet. Cardinals at 49ers is easy. 49ers. The 49ers are the best, arguably the best team in football, right? The Miami Dolphins are the hottest, but a lot of the, the scariest team to me outside of the Miami Dolphins is the 49ers. Now, yeah, I think the Cardinals are making noise, but I think they definitely come back to earth in this game. I picked the 49ers. If the Cardinals win this game, that's real respect. That's earned. crazy. That's real respect. That would earned. be crazy. I would feel good. I actually want the Cardinals to win this game, even though I'm picking the Niners. I want the Cardinals to win because if the Cardinals can beat the Cowboys and Niners, we can say, hey, look, we just beat one of the leagues. We two of the league's best. Yeah. All right, bet. No, I mean my commanders. We beat the Cardinals. Oh, oh, oh. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. That'll give you a little That'll bit get, more. Make me feel a little bit better. A little bit more in them losses. All right. Chiefs at Jets was supposed to be the Pat Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers showdown. Yep. Sunday which night. is why it's prime time Sunday night. Things happen. They couldn't change the slot. They already made the deal with NBC. So. We got Chiefs at Jets. I feel like the Chiefs are going to go out here and do what they do. Now, I don't think they're going to score 41 points again because the Jets' defense is better than that, but I do think the Chiefs get a win. I was about to say, people forget the Jets still have a healthy, decent defense. Mm -hmm. I'm picking the Chiefs, though. And the Chiefs' defense is looking top 10. The Chiefs' defense is looking like a top 10 defense. So, Chiefs got the MVP, man. Turn up. All right, oh, boy. Last game is, uh, of course, Monday night. Seahawks at Giants. Mm-hmm. That I'm, one was easy for me. I'm picking Geno and him. I don't trust the Giants. I don't trust the Giants at all. Giants, y'all are fucking trash. Sorry. I can't wait for y'all to play. I can't wait till we play the Giants more than anybody. Because we watch the Giants. I feel like the Giants start getting a little bit of respect, you know? The Giants get uh-huh. respect. We don't get any respect. None. Giants fans... I didn't get to come on here last week, but y'all got y'all ass bust, didn't they? Who the Giants just get their ass bust by? Well, they lost to the 49ers, but the week before that, who did they lose to? Week two, they lost to the... Got their ass whooped. No, they, they beat the Cardinals. They came back from... 
from nothing from the Cardinals. Week one, they got nah, that's, right. that's week two. What's week three? The week three is last week. Oh shit! Week three, they lost to the 49ers. The 49ers. So they lost to the 49ers and they lost to the uh, Cowboys and they beat the Cardinals, even though it was a shootout. Giants, we didn't talk about that Cardinals game. They won. All right, Giants. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. I'm picking the Seahawks. This is going to be a cakewalk for my man, Gino. Yeah, we'll see. Smith and Jigma. Let's see Get something. Get out there cook. Um, I can't wait till we play the Giants. The Seahawks, to me, are going to be a at least a wild card team. Kenneth Walker the third is easily one of my favorite players in the league, and he has a beautiful number on his chest. Bro, my Broncos have the toughest schedule. We got Bears, then Jets, then Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Browns. We about to be oh, we could potentially be oh in everything. We did, got a relatively tough schedule. Did too. you see Sean Payton? You see how they was giving Sean Payton smoke? What? Because Sean Payton was on some, what's the question? What's the question? They was like, this is the motherfucker that was holding everybody accountable for their bad coaching last year. You want to say, oh, this motherfucker was the worst coach. But then when it's time for you to hold yourself accountable after you get blown out by 50, you want to rush reporters. Nah, yeah. But you know what, y'all? That is episode 169. Glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, in a new spot. It may not even look like this next week. It might look a little yeah, bit It different. might look a little bit different because we're still trying to figure out exactly the vibe. The vibe. Mm-hmm. So let us know what y'all think, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But everybody be safe because let me tell y'all, COVID is 100% out here still. It tore us up this past week. Yeah, and I know people are going to be telling me congrats for the, for the plates and stuff like that, so I appreciate y'all in advance. For sure. yeah. <laughs> a lot going on. You just manifested that for yourself? I just know it's my... <laughs>